Hi, and welcome to the 11th session, some may call them episodes, of the Arjunam. <laughs> I can't wait to recording everything that we say in this I only do that to blackmail you afterwards. So, um... <laughs> jokes on you! I got nothing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, last time our uh, band of heroic adventurers, uh, they killed the hell out of a troll. But the fun didn't stop there. They went down into the creature's lair, found that it had been kind of juicing on. Uh, ghouls that had been <laughs> a, yeah juicing on some delicious ghouls that it had been luring out of a profane temple to some long-lost elven ghoul king uh and using hapless travelers and animals to get the ghouls out there uh they actually managed to save one of those hapless travelers the very same gorag steelfist whose camp they came across uh, the session prior. That being said, they have rescued Gorag, uh, put a stop to the troll, and destroyed many of the undead, but for the time being, the temple seemed to be beyond their abilities to repair or stemmy. So, stimmy. Stem, stop. Stymie? Stymie. That's it. You have to forgive me. I read most of my words and never hear them. <laughs> so, yes, we're unable to stymie the temple's evil. Uh, that being said, they have marked it off on their map with a little note: "Return when sure of way to destroy temple." Uh, it is. However, <laughs> uh, oh, they also found a mysterious silver-banded ring with uh, some lapis lazuli in the uh, the front. Um, none of them seem to want to just put it on their finger and bandy it about what? for some unknown reason. Wait, that was an option? That is always an option uh, with a short rest. Cast the tech magic? Uh, it is super magical. Yep, you found uh, it with right, the tech okay. magic. Uh, that being said, uh, it is another... A uh, half day's journey onto the settlement of Tribor. Um, they have healed Gorag up as much as he is able to be healed, but one of his arms was rendered useless by injury. I'm going to go around the table, introduce you to the voices you're about to hear, and here we go. Hi, I'm Lou Evans. I am playing Theodoric Fathomfast, the half orc bard. I am Kevin, and I'm playing Nakri Heen, the lizard folk druid. I am Pat, and I'm playing Roiland, the gnome wizard. I'm Betsy, I play Magpie, the rogue Kenku. I'm Clarissa, I'm playing the one and only Celise Maribald, the <laughs> human paladin. And I'm Mike, I'm playing Neverman, Ismar Warlock. Only two of us have last names. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, We're it's all Mike, friends Mike. here, we can be on Mike, a Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> Mike, Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike. How many other people in the world could possibly be named Mike? That's it. They know you now. <laughs> They're am, after you. I have so Mike, Mike of the Planet Mike. Called the name of the game of Mike's for a while because there were three Mikes in it. Look, there's only one Mike. He's right here. It can be like all the characters. Oh hi, I'm also Mike. <laughs> we're all Mikes, and I am their king. It's King Mike. King Mike the first. King Mike well, the only person his name. Our team is heading up the long road towards Tribor. Uh, the sun has passed its summit. 
and is beginning to retreat into the hills to the west. Um, yes? That's fine. Go finish with your question. Yep. Uh, kind of glowing oranges and purple streaking through the sky uh, as the first vestiges of stars crest the east. And you have a question. Uh, we have that large iron chest. Mm-hmm. We have a key to that, or do we have to pick it up? You have to pick it up. Are we taking that with us? All right. Um, you have a a small caravan heading into town. Um, it seems as though Gorag is um, strong enough to guide his own cart and oxen behind you. Uh, one arm hanging, his right arm hanging limply in his torn clothing. I would think we probably would have slung it or something like that. Well, perhaps, yeah. if you've done that, yes. He's not, he's not a Doberman. We're not just going to wrap it in an elastic band and wait till it falls, till it falls off. off. <laughs> <laughs> well, slung across his chest then, and probably even mended his clothing for the Maybe minute it takes. Yeah. Shazam! And clean. <laughs> no, well, that's like a whole new body and outfit and everything. Then he is able to follow your wagon back up the road towards Tribal. How how much danger is he in this leaving that pollen connected there? It should be. Would you like to make a medicine check? He's not stabilized. I thought I made a medicine check. Sure. Uh, I mean, if somebody's already made a medicine check and they said, no, it's fine to take him there. It is not an immediate issue, but sooner better than later. The arm will fester and rot, and he will... But he already, but he got disease between, so... For the day. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so... That's fine. I don't... Yeah, to start over. <laughs> get any additional spell slots with paladins over here. Oh, yeah, well, no, not before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you may get another prepared spell. Yes. Um, so we'll look into that. Is that. <laughs> right. Anyway. Um, at this point, you are seeing uh, that this is a... Uh, the. The area around here is built on kind of flat, fertile land. There are a few natural rises here and there, but otherwise it's fairly level. Uh, great farming communities, and indeed, most of Tribor's population lives outside of the town proper on sprawling ranches and neighboring farmsteads, most of which, uh, while there are sporadic ones here to the south and west of the town as you kind of head up towards it, but uh, those of you who have had any experience traveling We'll know that the great majority of the ranches and farmsteads actually are to the north and east of Tribor. It's a quiet return to town, at least for Gorag. He seems to be kind of mulling over the last few days. Um, I give yeah. him back his coin that I found in his tent. But I kept the button. Sure. <laughs> God damn it! This stuff's useless to me without my without button. Without the button, well, he does not even bring up the button, but he does give you a thank you for returning the coin to him. When we return to the Tribor, I've a place of business. Well, I wasn't expecting to return, and most of what I had has been sold, but. If you wish to stay inside, uh, you can spare you the cost of an inn at least for what you've done. Very gracious of you, Master Stephen. 
And so, you are able to head towards uh, an area close to the market square of Tribor. Now, at the center of Tribor, uh, there's generally a huge open space you imagine would be used as a market by the local farmers or visiting peddlers. Uh, but dominating that space is a two-story tower, leaning decidedly to the east. And hanging above the entrance is the dusty banner uh, that depicts three black boars running toward the head uh, on a blood-red field. But pretty soon, he leads you down uh, a slight turn to the left. Uh towards a modest combination business home. Uh, there are a few empty barrels out front, but otherwise it looks like he up and left the house proper. Um, it's maybe about... Um, it's a single-story building uh, made of wood, uh, shingled well, um, and looks to be in good repair as of yet. He lets out a sigh and uh, disembarks from his cart to hitch the oxen. He was a tanner. There are some slight vestiges of ammonia in the air. Wisps here and there. Probably some wine, maybe some stale urine. Mm-hmm. There's a reason Tanner's outcast a little bit. Mm-hmm. On the outskirts of town and down. Well, yeah, who wants stale urine? I mean, come on. <laughs> no, you want that fresh? <laughs> fresh Every <pizza>. day! <laughs> stale is an important part of the tanning process. Mm-hmm. See, I just usually go out in the sun and have light. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Luke. We've seen your complexion. That's not tanning, that's burning. I would rather burn <laughs> than deal with urine of any kind. <laughs> <sighs> if if I might... Later. If I might ask you for another favor, the uh, dark-haired dwarf looks up towards you. There's an apothecary, Tarmak Falaskar. He points to the the north right, north uh, east of town, I should say. Um, he's the local medicant. If you could have him sure. visit me here, I'll bring him. Yes. Are you sure you wouldn't rather go see him? No, no. I think, uh, I think a bit of a lay is what I need. <laughs> What's that? Gorag Steelfist or the uh, the medicant? Tarmok Falaskar. I'll stay with uh, what's his nuts. Uh... <laughs> what's his nuts? <laughs> our current our current charge to make sure he doesn't like. Gorhag Steelfist. Mr. Steel Fist. <laughs> Mr. What's his nuts? That's not what's any worse it? than Steel Fist. It um, is way worse than Steel Fist. <laughs> I think it's. How long? You said it took us a day to get here? Half a day from Half where day. you were. And mm-hmm. Then it's probably going on nightfall because I yep. think we timed the troll for first yep. thing in the morning. Heading towards the evening, yes. You actually saw the sun beginning to set behind the hills and the. The stars beginning to appear in the east. He pulls a satchel off of his cart, uh, leaves the oxen hitched right there, and heads inside, uh, shouldering the door open. 
Does it look as if he's got a spot for the animals to go to? Yep, there's a, uh, there's, yes, there's a fenced-in area to the side of his building. I will take the oxen and our horses. Draft horses. Mm -hmm. You can move your own horse. Yeah, but somebody does Um, need to go get the medicine. Yeah. Well, well, I thought that that might not be a terrible thing for you to do. Sure. Okay. Yes, it would be. As long as somebody... Do you want to go with him? (laughs) 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 Get the medicine. They're the two prettiest people in the party, so they get arrested... Because they uh, got talked into a wet t-shirt contest or something. <laughs> well, uh, Nevamon and Theodoric head in the direction that the dwarf points. Um, we have Selyse, uh entering the building with Gorag to help the charge. And tending to the animals, we've got our seasoned uh, soldier, um, Roywin. Uh, All the animals except his... Psychotic. <laughs> yeah, four chart. His bulldog with that. Yeah, it's a. It's definitely a upwards of two thousand pounds, full metal. Not full metal. Full muscle. Yeah, full metal <laughs> war horse. <laughs> little chilly on cold mornings. <laughs> uh, definitely a draft and war horse mix. Um, but you don't like the way that thing looks. No, I'll fit in its mouth. Pretty so. much. <laughs> Oh, we tested that while you were asleep. You're absolutely right. It's a... What would my pilot do? I'll help Maybe you out. All right. That's sure. easy enough to, to slip inside with Gorag. And as for you, Nakreen. Yes. What would you like to do? It seems like your group is splitting up to attend to different tasks here. Um, I'm actually going to go look for somebody who might be interested in buying a shield. Sure. No, you head uh, into town. Your uh, nostrils to the wind, um, your eyes glinting in the last gloaming remains of the sun, and off the lizard folk, uh, barbarian goes to find someone to purchase the shield. All right. So, Gorag, for his part, seems to be um, sitting down on the floor. Uh, His satchel has several um, bottles of fine-looking ales and some light snacks. Um, If you sit with him or attend to him, he does offer you guys some. Sure, I'll get us a little something and I'll... Get him something too. So much for finding my fortune in Neverwinter. If it wasn't for you, well, I dare even think of it. Could still happen. Nay, the second I figure out how to do my job with one arm, not even my writing hand. He stares at his left and uh, clenches his hand into a fist. Still, should have known this year would have been bad luck. Well, Merida left me for one. Didn't spend enough time with her, I guess. Hmm. Working, stinking to high heaven. 
still. Put the business before her, and now I don't even care for the business. I have family in Neverwinter I was trying to see, but... Maybe set up a new building in one of their, their homes. They had a perfect one picked out for me, I guess. But I won't be making that trip. Not long. I, I could have hired a caravan, some guards, but I didn't have the money. Though it pains me to admit that the Tribor Travelers would have been a safer way to go. He lets out a little uh, grunt and pops the cork with his teeth on another bottle and just takes another uh, long swig from it. Uh, several of the strong, potent, uh, smelling liquids dribbling down his beard. Going to do this in Neverwinter? Drink? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I know how to do. Uh, fine leather. Working leather is... satisfying work. To get it just right, you know. Some of my oak, they make do with metals and jewels and stone. But there's a subtleness to leather. Not that many of my kin appreciate it, but... A fine leather wrap for a sword makes all the difference. Leather padding for your armor stops it from killing you when you get hit with a warhammer. Let's see if I can even call myself a craftsman anymore. You know much in the way of work for a one-armed dwarf. He says almost bitterly. Considered banditry. Lots of, <laughs> lots of knowledge in that head of yours. Yeah. I... Maybe. Meanwhile, outside, uh, and across the road from what looks like a stately tavern, uh, you find uh, Theodoric and Nebamon a... Uh, what seems to be apothecary, at least by the signage. It looks like a potion bottle. Uh, parked outside the apothecary's front door is a ramshackle wheelbarrow. What's that? We're both like, what is uh, that infernal contraption? <laughs> Wizard! So we so burned so him to the ground. <laughs> Not his store. It's a gnome chariot, that's what it is. Strange. It does seem to be an orange glow emanating from the uh, the dusted glass of the um, the front. Theodoric will knock twice briskly and then attempt to open the door. It seems locked as you go to open it. Um, well, I'm very sorry. We're closed for the day. Uh, do come back tomorrow. Master Flasker, is it? Philasker. Uh, Philasker. I beg your pardon, sir. Uh, yes, do... Do I know you? No, but we have a mutual acquaintance, a Master Steelfist. Ah, yes. Um, I'm afraid he's left. Well, and he, uh... He's back. And he's injured. I see. 
And that is troubling. Uh, there's some rattling on the inside, and the orange glow uh, travels from the windowsill to the door. Uh, after a moment, the door unlocks, and you actually see a uh, wizened-looking, uh, dusky-skinned, illuskin male. Uh, he has uh, dark black hair, uh, gone salt and pepper, mainly on his left side. Um, and what seemed like the wisps of a beard that grows in patchily, if at all. Uh, long uh, laugh lines and um, crow's feet also mark his weathered features. He holds a uh, lantern up towards you just to get a good look. Uh, well, we're both... I'm very tall. I think you're pretty tall too, right? Oh yeah, you stand at least a head above this gentleman. And he looks up, and to the two of you... Um, well-armored and armed gentleman. You say he's returned. And what is the, the nature of his injury? He had a run-in with a troll and ghouls. Oh, he's very lucky to be alive. And while we were able to keep him from death's door, I'm afraid that his right... Yeah, yes. I'm afraid his right arm is done for. Well, um, I will procure a healing kit. Uh, is he in his old tenor? Yes, he is. I know the, I know the way. Um, but uh, perhaps, if you should like to wait, I will travel with you mm -hmm. to the tannery. I'd like to hear more about the circumstances. Certainly. And he, um, he disappears inside, leaving the door open. Uh, as you catch a glimmer of the inside of this business, it seems um, fastidiously clean inside. Um, the countertop uh, lined with uh, racks, wooden racks of vials and different unguents and uh, ground salves and herbs, that sort of thing. Um, Quick, while he's distracted. <laughs> we couldn't find him. <laughs> but... Um, uh, he gets his cloak uh, from the wall and a healing kit that he slings over his shoulder and uh, travels with you back, asking all manners of questions as to uh, whereabouts did you encounter this troll? How did you find him? Uh, questions that you are able to yeah. answer or not to your life. Yeah. I mean, we'll probably put a slight spin on it to make our awesomeness seem even more awesome. Persuade, but... decide, deceive, depending on how <laughs> far you're going. A slight embellishment is persuasion. A, but then the troll was found out to be a polymorph dragon would be a deceive. So, it seems like he buys most of it, but after a little while, he kind of gives you a bit of a, a nod and stops asking questions. Ah, so it's a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, um, the animals are easy enough uh, to put away. Uh, Forge Heart is happy to remain hitched to the hitching bar there. Okay. Um, it's eyes watching you the entire time as you work. These dark kind of pools of horsey 
on that particular side of the horse. Nope. <laughs> that's, um, that's his job. While you're doing this, you do note that on one of the raised areas, a small ridge, uh, a mansion actually is uh, overlooking the town, shall we say. Um, it's hard to see much about it besides the silhouette at this point as the moon begins to... Sure. Um, definitely through Monster's eyes as the hummingbird kind of zips off to, to check out the mansion itself. Uh, the one thing that you do note is that it is a dark place. Well, well appointed. The lands are well taken care of, um, but it does not seem welcoming at all. There is a single light on in one of the rooms in this mansion towards the back. Um, can uh, monster get a look through the window or something? Sure thing. Uh, if you want to make a perception check. I know, it's like I'm a DM or something. Monster is simply screaming at you in a strange language as it goes into a seizure. An error of type 404 has occurred. So you had a 16. I'm pretty sure it's a 16. Okay. Well, a 16 does allow you to, to note a few things. On the black wrought iron gates that surround this particular mansion, um, you actually see something called Boar's Rest. It seems to be the name of the estate, uh, done up in uh, sort of stone and marble plaque. I'm sorry, um, Boar's what? Boar's Rest. The other thing you noted were the gargoyles perched on the corners of this building. They are malevolent-looking things uh, in various sinister poses. Are you looking at all? Not so much as you saw. Just checking. <laughs> but your uh, hummingbird kind of zips closer to the building, looking in through the uh, what seems to be a study and a grand one at that, a robed human, um, pale skinned, uh, with sandy blonde uh, hair, seems to be hunched over a writing desk. Um, his uh, dark blue eyes glancing up every now and then, and then returning to his work. So like what he's doing, is he just looking to do a research, or does that... It looks like he's going through, and as Monster kind of lifts up a little bit, um, he does seem to have a large book at his side that he seems to be scribing from, but whether he's copying passages or working on spells, it's hard to tell. Okay, that's right. 
All right. I guess I will head into the shop. Sure. Someone to sell a shield to. Yes. Very good. Well, you um, follow the smell of uh, worked metal and forged soot to a crossroads, actually. And it seems as though that one of the forges, of which you found two, each across from each other, uh, one is on top of a hill. Uh, it seems to have a uh, shield emblazoned with some, maybe a family crest. It means very little to you and your experience. Uh, but across the way, there is also a forge with a large hammer, an imposing war hammer on the sigil. The signage for that one. They are both uh, fairly good-looking forges. Um, the one on top of the hill looks generally a little more uh, cared for and, um, let's say, aesthetic. The one that is behind you and across the way from that one seems to be Spartan, uh, but fairly effective. I just sort of look back and forth and just choose one at random. All right. Uh, would you like to roll for it? Uh, sure. Why not? Um, let's see. It was a crest and a hammer. So shield, hammer. Shield and hammer. Okay. So I guess uh, odd will be shield. Yeah. Uh, it is indeed shield. All right, so up the hilltop you go. Um, uh, it seems like you can begin to hear the low clanging of metal um, as you approach. And out back in a corner area that's walled off on three sides but open to the air, uh, you find a uh, muscular, uh, strong-looking woman, human, um, and she seems to be working with dark uh, forger's goggles on and a heavy leather apron. Um, she's working what seems to be the glowing red points of either pitons or tent spikes. You're not sure which. Okay. Um, I will move closer, but I know enough uh, to not actually interrupt her while she's working. So she does take a few more swings. Um, Seemingly not noticing your presence uh, until she finally gives a. Well, you don't seem to be a marauder. How may I help you? I'm here to sell something. Hmm. I hold out the shield. And she looks over her shoulder at you. See. One moment. She takes a pair of long blacksmith's tongs, lifts the glowing metal off of her anvil, and dips it into the water at her side. You see an exaltation, a cloud of streaming steam, and a hiss from the water, and she sets the uh, quickly cooling metal down on top of the anvil once more. She pulls the goggles up, and sure enough, you can see that there are metal splinters kind of in the, uh, the sweat of her brow, and the soot that kind of clings to her cheeks. She's a middle-aged woman, but she looks to the shield. Nods to you. All right. It's not metal, but it's sturdy. 
seems that... Did you make this? Yes. From what? Uh... Undead troll bones, wool, vines, saplings. She nods, seemingly impressed. Uh, her hand goes to her chin, uh, kind of mashing around uh, some black uh, soot on her uh, her neck a bit. Oh, I'm not certain if there'll be much of a a market for that. You may wish to try the lion's share. Um, people generally come to Oldeneth's arms for the family crest, the the steelwork that we provide, the ironwork. Okay. The lion's share is uh, run by the Lion Shield Costa. Um, you know, the merchant company based out of Yartar? Yes. They buy all sorts of where are they? Oh, and she uh, points you in the right direction, uh, south of town. Um, they're not much liked in town, but they're nice enough people. Yarder is a rival city, the tribal one. Merchant oh. roads and the like. Oh, okay. As for them, sure. I have nothing against them personally. Are you looking for anything else? She says, kind of using her teeth to pull the gloves off of her hands. I sort of look around and... Sure, well, the uh, majority of our wares is, are inside. Uh, oh, okay. And she uh, leads you around. Um, looks you over a bit. Where are you from? Flintrock. Flintrock. I'm not certain if I've heard it or heard of it. I point. She looks in that direction. Evermores, on the edge of the Evermores. Oh yes, yes, the Evermores, of course. And she allows you into the shop. You find that there are weapons and metal goods, horseshoes and the like. Um, generally anything that you can find in the player's handbook um, with small metal placards that have been stamped out with the pricing of each. I'll look around. There's probably not a whole lot that I'm looking for. No, the so. one thing about this uh, you notice is that each of the armor, the shields, the weapons that she has are all stamped with that same family crest, as if it's prominent, um, something that should mean something. Okay. But. Uh, actually, does she have anything for hunter's traps, anything like that? Absolutely, actually, yes. We had some hunters come through town. They requested uh, these traps be made, but then they skipped out without ever paying. I have three, she says, setting these. Um, two of them are your classic uh, Jaws uh, bear traps. One of them seems to be a uh, pressure plate cage, a live trap. But she sets them on the counter. I sort of looked them over. Um, how much for these do I say to the to bear trap style? Standard price. 
in the uh, the player's handbook. Okay. Well, I but will. She offers you for the uh, a fair price. I will purchase them. They are yours. Thank you. You're welcome. I hear the best hunting um, happens between here and Long Saddle. Well, that's the direction we're headed. Excellent. Um, once you get to the crags, things get a bit more difficult. Well, we're going all the way to Mirabar and then... Uh, what's the name of the town again? Snowshear. And then Snowshear. Shit all. <laughs> You're traveling all the way to Mirabar. Is, are you a member of a caravan, or uh, travelers, adventurers, merchants? Uh, we're uh, part of the adventuring uh, Argent Hounds. The Waterdeep Guild? Yes. Yes. No, we've heard of the Argent Hounds. We're newly appointed uh, apprentices, I guess. Well, uh, I wish you luck on your journey. If you need... Um, the assistance of guides or guards, the <laughs> tribal or traveler. Being smart Argentines, we hired two platoons of guards to come with <laughs> The tribal or travelers are great for that. Um, and Zindra Winterbow at the Tribor Arms is, uh, so I believe she's in residence right now, but she's one of the best scouts that we have and a great guide she's seen many trips up the long road hmm. but she nods to you I'll let my friends know no of course and thank you for coming by and I hope to see you again good luck with your hunts thank you good luck with your wares thank you but she opens the door for you and uh, by the time you head out uh, you actually see that the, uh, the glow of the forge is the only thing kind of lighting up the back area here as the moon begins to, to head a little higher into the sky. I will head back to the Tanner's place. Sure thing. Uh, you actually managed to meet, um, Nebemon and Theodoric on the way. They are followed by a particularly scrawny human. Uh, shorter than either of them by a good amount. Um, but they seem to be traveling at a brisk pace in that direction. Were you able to find a buyer? No. The uh, shop I went to doesn't think it would sell. But there's a... The... Red Coster? The Lion Share. Lion Share. Um, they have a outpost or something to the south of the city, just outside it. Hard, hard to ask. Probably in the morning, though. Yes. But Forchard is still hitched outside, saddle on and all that. Um, saddle blanket and that sort of thing, watching you as you approach. Well, I won't even go in. I'll send them in and I'll tend to him. You've got it. Nebuman and Nakreen enter with a um, a human that kind of follows in quickly. Gorag looks over, his eyes uh, lightening a bit. Oh, 
Oh my, Gorak. Um, thank you all for ferrying him back. And he heads over to the the dwarf and kneels beside him. I follow him and, and uh, Master Healer, I have some proficiency. Let me assist you with whatever you need. Well, I, I appreciate that, um, Madam Knight. Um, may I... We're going to have to get this shirt off of you, Gorak. And he nods. I will... Be gentle. It honestly, it doesn't even hurt anymore. I, I pull off a knife and I pull out a knife. Does this does this hurt? Down the back or wherever is going to make it easiest to pull off. Yeah, nope. It's easy enough. You make a, a thin slit on the back and slide it's it open. Like, I slice that thing and I put it back together. Mm. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to take a whole minute. So the arm obviously uh, does not look good. It has um, bite wounds and areas where the bone comes forth. Um, and uh, even Tarmok has to uh, put his hand over his mouth for a moment and then nods. This has been well healed. The injuries are fresh, but... If I'm not mistaken, this was mystically done. I have been granted certain wounds. Way to take credit for somebody else's healing. I did this disease. Oh, the disease. Yes, you did. As and my friend also. <laughs> no, I actually was. I was actually kind of like, good on you. <laughs> but he sets the. He sets the healer's kit down, uh, goes into a few things, pulls out some um, (laughs) different salves. Um, I will need a few more items for this. I I think your assessment was correct. He says to you, Nebamon, the arm must be removed. I pull out my herbalism kit. Outside, um, in the back of the cart, he has sat there and has been reading a book. Um... Oh yeah, yeah, no, he's been. Sure, the two of you can definitely sit out there. He seems to be entertaining himself with a book that he brought, perhaps from his home uh, library. Um, He is. Um, why don't you go ahead and make an intelligence check? I have not read this book. Uh, You have heard of it, though. Um, Faraway dashing pirate captain, faraway places, a great storm that throws his boat off to distant jungles, you know, dinosaurs, that kind of thing. I will make an attempt to engage him in conversation to take him out of the uh, state of shock that he seems to have gone into from his... One thing that you do notice, even without an insight check, is that he hasn't turned a page in about 15 minutes. Um, but um, well, that's his normal reading page. Really quick he off. does kind of look over at you. Well, I um, I appreciate that. Uh, sorry. Um, between the the knolls and that that troll, it's all kind of caught me off guard. This <clears throat> huh. is the life. Uh, it sure is. Um. That wasn't a value statement. It was just a. Oh, yeah. No, I, I got that. Uh, the book doesn't tell you. You're scared all the time. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. I, I bet it gets 
a lot easier. <laughs> you know. I'm not sure it does. I think you just learn to handle fear differently. Better. And you know, you're not stuck with this. If after the journey's done and we return to Waterdeep, you don't want to do this anymore. For some people, one adventure is all all they need. Make a persuasion check. Inspiration last session. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna spend it here. Sure. There we go. That is uh, 23. Well, he nods. And I'm not trying to talk you out of it. If, no, I understand. If, if, and I'm not taking it that way. Because you rolled a 23. Caught your spirit. <laughs> you should stay with it. We wouldn't have you with us if we didn't feel like it was. I mean, you did shoot one of those um, creatures. The, the troll? Yeah. yeah. I did. A first hit. Um, I'm looking I'm looking forward to this. Right. I don't know um, how to fight a brooding pair of wyverns, but um, I'm down. You know, I'm, I'm here. And right. uh, you guys are pretty amazing. And I feel secure that we can do this uh, if we work together. Uh, honestly, if it was just myself out here, I think I would have already run home. But I think you spend too much time thinking about the things you can't do. He nods. No one, you have to remember that. I mean. And I'm not trying to say this to make anybody feel bad about their abilities. I'm really smart. It's it's the gift I, I have been given. But you grew up in a household full of knowledge. You've had access to bits of information that none of us have ever seen before. I think you need to concentrate on the places where your strengths are. You need to remember that somewhere in there, there's a tap him on the forehead. Um, are the answers wow. to a lot of our riddles potentially? You just broke his skull, you know. <laughs> <laughs> his bones never hardened, <laughs> but his spirit did. Um, <laughs> oh, your brain's not protected by your spirit. There are things that you have. And you're very personable in a way that doesn't. I like Theo a lot. There you go. <laughs> they, he but, looks over at Theo, who is leading uh, Forchard into the Pandaria at the moment. I, I really do. I think that Theo has a lot going for him. You actually see Forchard press. dip its head down and actually press its muzzle to his shoulder for a moment. Look, look at what he's done with that but at the same time, it's that... attempting to get pajamas. But look what he's done with that. <laughs> <laughs> so that 
you want pajama force heart now. That force of personality that he puts forth can be off-putting. Never mind, can be the same way. I mean, he well, I actually think they're probably the closest spitting image to the books that I'm liable to find out here. Sure. They laughed at me but when I said I should play magpie and laughs. laughs. <laughs> but, but remember that sometimes too much is too much. Yeah. And, and you're a good looking fellow and you've moved through the right circles. Well, he blushes. You actually get a blush and uh, a wry smile as he looks away and uh, are, the book is forgotten as it closes in his hand. There are social situations <laughs> that uh, the rest of us are not going to be able to get through. I mean, Magpie and I we grew up in the slums. There are, there are circles that we've never traveled in that you have. There are places where your knowledge and experience are going to be far superior to our own. You just have to watch for your moment and take it. He, he nods. Uh, he yeah. seems to be fairly sure. Uh, where there was once that kind of shocked state, uh, your words, you and Magpie both, have, have kind of hardened his spirit. Now it's good, so I'd watch them chop the Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I'm, I'm excited to be a part of this. I am. And I wouldn't be if it wasn't for the fact that I'm traveling with just great folk like you. We're all, all of us. Heaven forbid I got teamed up with that dragonborn. I think that he's coming at it all along. I, I agree. It's like <laughs> someone else's success. <laughs> he showed up and shanked Salise. Am I? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I'm not even in this scene. That's so cute for you. It's almost as if he feels that someone else's success is going to limit his own chances. So far as I know, everyone who succeeds at their task joins the Argent Hound. Yeah, uh, that's the way it's supposed to work. Exactly. There are. Uh, we're a pack. It's not pie, my dear. There's enough for everyone. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Um, it's getting a bit nippy out. Though. Yeah, I think um, maybe we, we should, should. We should go inside. Let's. Um, I'll send um, um. Uh, monster in to uh, first to see if we're like sitting there with into something that's well. Um, Tarmok has laid Gorag back. Gorag is yeah. closing his eyes. Yep. I take a moment to, I say wait for a moment, and I say a little prayer over the efforts about to be made. Yeah. Well, Tarmac, we're going to go get stuff, because he probably needs Oh, yes, he does. I do need uh, a few <laughs> further um, items. Uh, would you please um, head to the North Shield House? It's a, a stately tavern. Um, purchase four, he looks at the dwarf, six bottles of hard spirits please um from Ergala Neltima she's a retired adventurer she's been through Waterdeep herself you may find a kindred spirit there as for my hand's not steady enough 
but I know someone who would. Um, north of town, you'll find a house with beautifully carved logs out front. Images of the gods. Meleki and other nature spirits, I believe. Her name is Shelia Relanathis. She's a carpenter. Tell her to bring her saw. Oh, great, says Gorag. I want it quick and clean, Gorag. Since I took ill, my hands ever shake to them. This sort of works beyond me now. Um, do that. And we can begin. Sounds like I'll have to recast quests, but that'll be fine. <laughs> I apologize. That's okay. It's a cantrip, who cares? Uh, guidance. Yeah. Or, that's what I meant. Yep. Mm -hmm. Above Bless probably isn't terrible for uh, him. <laughs> Shiver's sure, sure, like, sure, a con save in there somewhere. I will begin to prepare. Something to help a the wound clot. Huh? I will help an antiseptic. I will prepare one now to prevent uh, okay. further festering or disease I've once the arm is off. Cool, whatever I have in my herbal kit with his. What he has. You have a good supply there. Yes, I think that we will be able to make this work. We'll talk of payment later, Gorang. I know you are good for it. But first... We feast. Yes, we feast. And he just <laughs> eats him. Anyone else care for a bite? I mean, he's not using it. <laughs> Who would like to go and purchase bottles of hard spirits? If you guys are following his... I mean, I'll head out and get the Sure. And is anyone heading to fetch a carpenter? I mean, I can go and do that. Well, did we hear all of that? Oh yeah, through Monster, yeah. And a little bit of the dull talking through the walls, it's not. Um, why don't we go and fetch the carpenter, and then um, we'll also stop somewhere and bring that food for everyone. That's a great idea. Right. Well, it's a it's a quick travel to the um, to the inn, sir. You actually find it quite well. It's a fine local inn, stately, clean, seems fairly quiet. As you open, there is a um, a minstrel playing in the corner, a light tune on the lute. Uh, three large mastiffs are sleeping by the uh, hearth in the common room, and behind the bar, there is a well dressed. Um, uh, dark-skinned, uh, black-haired uh, proprietor who looks up towards the door. She offers you just a small smile and a nod as you enter. Never mind. Head over to the uh, the bar. Welcome to the North Shield House. How may I help you? She says in a slightly accented comment. Yeah. Uh, oh, what was his name? <laughs> Tarmok. Yeah. 
Falaska. Yes. Uh, Master Falaska sent me to uh, purchase six bottles of hard spirits. That's doable, she says. <laughs> I've not known Tom Mark to celebrate so boisterously. <laughs> Um, I joke. Yeah. He has sent people in the past. <laughs> All is well, I hope. Your friend? Um, just a lucky chance uh, acquaintance on the trail. She nods, uh, fetching um, the bottles quickly from a back room, um, bringing them in three at a time, two in her left hand, one in the right and setting them on the counter. Um, the strongest I have. A wounded fellow traveler? It, uh, it's a um, member of the of the town, uh, the uh, Master Steel Thief. Gorak? He uh, ran afoul of a troll. Some undead. Nasty work. <clears throat> she pushes the bottles towards you. <clears throat> Normally five gold a bottle. For you, twenty gold for the lot. Twenty for Gorag. <laughs> yeah, you had to use the batteries for that right now. It's forever tainted. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the, <part> the room. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. As long as Gorag is alright. He should be fine. It is, um, his, uh, his arm, is it? She nods. He is at his tannery then? Yes. I shall visit by High Sun tomorrow and check in on him. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. Travel swiftly. Wrap up everything in the backpack real quick. Sure. Easy enough. Um, they clank and jingle just a little bit as you head back to the tannery. As for the carpenter, easy enough to find. Um, logs out front, you expected stumps, but these are trees that were shorn at about the six or uh, eight foot mark and sort of totem pulled down with wood spirits, nymphs, dryads, uh, centaurs, fawns, uh, and nature gods. This is Chilia Relanathus? Relanathus, yes. Uh, it does seem like all the lights are out in our house. I will... Uh, There's some hobby horses outside for... Rats soundly yep. on the door. A moment! Yeah. Apologi apologies <sighs> for interrupting your rest, Mistress uh, Relanathus. Relanathus. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. Mom could trance, I can't. And she heads towards the uh, the door and opens it up. Hi. She looks through and she's a uh, uh, tan-skinned, golden-haired um, half-elf uh, with green eyes. She looks straight. <laughs> and then looks down. Oh. Um. Uh, miss... Royland Murdered Filchbatter. Uh, Miss Filchbatter. And this is Magpie. Uh, oh, hi. And. Very striking. 
Nerwin Wand. Wand. That's it. It's the last one. Mm-hmm. And this is Master Nerwin Wand. He nods. Uh, I'm afraid we've come to you um, in dire need of your services. Uh, Master... You need um, something whittled right away. Uh, <laughs> Master Falaskar <laughs> asks that you bring your saw immediately to... Steel fists. Well, her uh, demeanor immediately shifts. It looks like she's a bit crestfallen. It's not the kind of work I like to do, she says, shaking her head. His, his injury is great. <sighs> I understand, but I work with wood, not bone and flesh. I've told him this before, and yet this is thrice now. If the, deed's, if the deed's not done by steady hands... Make a persuasion check. You may have advantage from Magpie. Oh, you stay here. Your house could burn down. Perhaps you'd better go. That'd be terrible for you. She stares forward for a little bit. Nods. For your friend, then. Yes. She, um... She heads inside. Um... And soon returns out with a satchel full of, uh... Different tools. Uh... Vices. Clamps. Sword... Uh, swords. No. Uh, saws of different shapes and sizes. From small hand saws to larger, uh, tree saws. Um... She steps out. Our commoner's clothes, simple but well mended. Um, all right. Um, wherever we're headed, then. We'll um, lead her back there, and then, uh, and then split up to go looking for someplace where we can get plentiful food to bring back. Well, Nerwin's happy to to go with you guys to get food. Uh, you head with uh, Shelia to the um, to the tannery. She kind of steals herself before entering. And uh, Nakreen and Selyse, uh never mind. Were you still there? Theo, your <laughs> horse is taken care of it? Or is there anything more you'd like to do at this point? It does seem like Forge Heart showed you some affection. Fantastic. Or he was just checking to see whether or not I was exposing weakness so he could strike. He could that, strike. Yes. Or maybe looking for carrots. I'm fresh out of those. Bite for the jugular. <laughs> Incapacitate the horse. Good plan. <laughs> um, well, they've got him and that, and... and yeah, you know what? He's... The, the horse is dealt with... The, the dwarf is surrounded by people who seem to know what they're doing. Moderately and, competent. Mm -hmm. And won't do it. Mm -hmm. So this, maybe a strong word. this looks like a job for reasonably appointed looking tavern. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, definitely easy enough to head that way. Mm -hmm. The reasonably like, appointed I'm going to find tavern. the tub. However, <laughs> is somewhat overshadowed by a beautiful 
a beautifully landscaped patch of land with private stables, private gardens, a meandering path through a small orchard, um, and a beautiful stone building with lamps hanging from its eaves and turret, and a turret in one corner. Yep, it says the Ever Wyvern House, a popular noble water Davian waltz is being played by no less than what seem to be three strings and a few and a few uh, drums. <laughs> We're leaving for that. <laughs> <laughs> but that is uh, also in town. Now, that being said, um, as the carpenter enters, she sets her bag of goods down with a sort of rattle of metal and wood. Um, Nerwin, uh, Magpie, and Roywin are going to head off at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will. I will pop in quick enough to just mm-hmm. say we're going to go bring back some food for everyone. Yes. Um, anyone not involved in this process should probably make themselves scarce. Says um, the apothecary. Where's the best place? Um. Well, uh, the North Shield House is a fine establishment. Um. I would stay away from the talking troll unless you like foodborne pathogens. Um, and the Everwyvern House is a pretentious hovel of snobs and overpriced <laughs> food. What was the first one? Gotcha. That would be the North Shield House. Just because I am not a voice actor, but her voice is starting to reflect the people she's hanging around sure. with more. Of course. So you guys are hearing your own voices come back at you <laughs> more often than not. I did not say that. I did not say that. <laughs> I just put it all together. All right. Well, we'll be right back. Uh, please uh, hang in there, Master Steelfist. And Merwin and the other two head off into the evening. Uh, North Shield House, then. Yes. Uh, Nerwin looks around to find that Theo has vacated. I would bet two gold pieces that Nerwin will have no difficulty figuring out where I went. <laughs> Probably not. Would you help me hold him down? Says uh, Tarmok to you. Nakreen. Sure. When the time comes, you, Master Dwarf, must drink. Oh no, not that. <laughs> Says Gorak. However, when I accomplish this, <laughs> um. is dwarven constitution may make this a fool's errand, but we must try. Okay, so he doesn't need a constitution, Bob. What are you not, going? Not Shoot! <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Pure poison, sealed everything. Um, so I'm gonna do guidance on the on the, the on the booze. Call me booze mouse booze. The whittler. The carver. She has her arms folded in front of her chest. It's quite clear that she is annoyed with Tarmark, but has not said anything. Nor has Tarmark addressed the woman directly. Oh, so I'm just looking confused then. I wouldn't know what's going on. He looks over at her for a moment, 
gives her a, a smile and a nod and then turns back to Gorag, who is already polishing off the first bottle. Ugh. Are you the... Oh. Are you the person who's going to be removing his arm? Yes. Says Shelia, tersely. <laughs> is there, like, so... Mm, yeah, okay. Um, may I say a few words? Would you like to... I know this sounds like awkward a, and kind a of A requiem party, for his arm. Would you like to pray together for a moment with me? I would not. <laughs> it might help you out a little. I have certain gifts. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> See, they work like this. <laughs> Do it! <laughs> go, 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 go! Drink. Don't give it time to dilute. It's a 15. Um, she looks at you. Um, she brought my phone. Looks you over. <laughs> jog, 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 jog. That's like my job. It may not calm your qualms, but it may help your skills. If it will allow me a moment's peace, I will pray with you. Go ahead and cast bless. Or not Guidance. Cast bless. Guidance. Yes, I keep doing that. Tech check. Um, by the third bottle, Gorag's eyes are bleary and beginning to get red. His cheeks are ruddy, his nose is running, and he has begun slurring. Slow down, I'm just getting my pacing. That's the problem, drink this one now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The fourth guzzles down. At this point, he is uh, gagging a little bit, Tarmok has to, and uh, Nevermont have to let up on pouring it down his throat so that he can Lightweight. belch <laughs> lightly. No you can see that even sitting up, he is beginning to sway. Um, after a few moments and losing perhaps uh, an eighth of the bottle to his beard. Uh, oh god, keep it over flame away from the beard. <laughs> <laughs> Fireworks, how pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you are able to to drink down the uh, the delicious. Uh, um, he is able to drink down the. <laughs> Starts chugging it himself. <laughs> he is able I'm to drink cutting. down. What the fuck? That's, that's what the insects for. But like, no, he doesn't need this. The most important thing you have to remember before you take his arm off. That's great. About a third into the fifth bottle and his eyes roll back. He spits up a bit into his beard, and he just collapses. Uh, Nock is there, luckily, to help catch him when he falls back. He smells horrible, having spent... Well, he got cleaned with prestidigitation, but uh, after this drinking and just burping and belching, it has been a uh, gastronomic scent experience. Extravaganza. <laughs> Shelly, I want to thank you for shut up. Tarmac, I told you never again. And yet, here we are. Without your experience, someone else will butcher the job. Especially that butcher. <laughs> she sighs. <sighs> 
and pulls a small uh, saw. Looks like it has just a quick joint for the handle and a triangular piece that extends. <sighs> I'm so sorry, Gorak, she says before uh, kneeling down by his side. Um, there is a kind of crickling noise from his arm as she lifts it to the side, uh, 90 degrees, a sort of a, a leather boot on dry leaf crackle. Um, and the sawing begins. It is not pleasant. No. Uh, it is bloody. And if he was not stone cold passed out, there was no way he would have been still enough to do this. It's quite clear that Shelia is turning green from the experience. Even she can hardly look as she uh, forces herself to do the job. Meanwhile, those of you going out for food <laughs> are spared this experience, but um, as you are heading towards the uh, inn, the North Shield house, uh, you can hear a Water Davian tune. Perhaps not something that plays over much in the slums, but Nerwin hums along with the uh, with the cadence and looks over at that beautiful looking inn. Oh. Well, that's Theo's kind of place. Says Nerwin. Yeah, he says <laughs> it's not the secret song of his soul, too. We can handle this, love. If you, oh, um, we're out on the road. I, I get enough of that at home. All right. <laughs> I don't even know you anymore. So I get enough of that. As home. you have stepped towards this beautifully appointed house. Theodoric, you see that there are drift globes hanging in the air, many hued and beautiful. Uh, there are gorgeous floating plants. Just uh, the it almost feels like not just Water Davian craftsmanship and the most beautiful of parties, but Almost a farce of them in the expense and ostentatiousness of it all. As you step towards the door, uh, you note that um, in the what seems to be the foyer, um, that there are startlingly gowned women, dashingly sashed and ruffled men, chatting, strolling, dancing, tossing sneers at each other from the side corners of the room. Oh, yeah. And there are uh, several um, uh, subtly armored and weaponed men at the door. They look over at you as you approach in your fine clothing. Good evening. To you, sir. And uh, how is your night treating you? Well, from the looks of things, and hopefully it's looking far brighter than I had any reason to expect. He looks back at the party, looks back over to you. He's dressed for it. Ah, still. Looks over at you. Let's, um, 
Let's get Draven out here just to make the call. A moment, sir, please. If you would. Of course, gentlemen. Um, so, uh, there's a moment as uh, two of the men enter into the home, and out comes uh, perhaps the most garishly and wealthily dressed of them all. Uh, his... If you could wear a peacock <laughs> would be the color scheme of his suit. Ah. Um, he is uh, sharply groomed uh, with a thin... Uh, beard that extends past his chin, and a sharp, almost pencil mustache on his face. His hair is slicked back with some sort of grease, hard to tell what, and he offers a bright smile. Why, yes. Good evening, sir. Good it's evening. wonderful to see you. What? You are looking exceptionally well-dressed. By the looks of the establishment. Surprisingly so. May I ask, do you hearken as a courtier for some kind of noble house, perhaps? A man at arms or bodyguard? I have the great fortune to be Theodoric Fathomfast, youngest scion of the Fathomfast family. He smiles, and uh, there's a moment where his eyes go up as if he's thinking. <laughs> of course you are! Why, I don't have to see your signet ring for that! Oh, he's wearing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks... Why, Lord Master Fathomfast, welcome to the Everwyvern House. Of course, all the greatest amenities we have to offer straight from Waterdeep are available to you, sir. If you need anything at all, I shall be happy to arrange it for you. We, of course, have to keep the riffraff out. I understand. Wouldn't want nobody staying here, but you are just our clientele. Now, will you be staying the evening? Well, I think at the very least I'd like to um, see what your cellar has to offer and perhaps what your kitchens have concocted this evening. I shall bring you a menu, sir. Why, we have only the most beautiful foods prepared just as they are in Waterdeep's finest restaurants. Allow him in! Allow him in! I can't believe you even doubted him! <laughs> they know nothing of high-class menship. They are loyal to their duty. They are indeed. Did you hear that? A lord paid you a compliment. Bow. <laughs> and they look at each other and... Our thanks, of course. Welcome him in. And if you request a certain song or something you should like, I, my minstrels are the greatest in Tribor. Enter, please. Enter, won't you, please? And he holds the door open leaving. for you. I am out of money. I am approximately the <laughs> I am now leaving quickly. Um, but you are allowed in. Uh, a few of the uh, well-gowned individuals are looking over. Um, there are definitely some... Um, definitely the height of Waterdavian styles, if somewhat, like I said, a little bit over the top. Um, generally, um, there are a couple of... 
uh, individuals that perhaps seem a little familiar to you from gatherings, minor nobles, that sort of thing, that are indeed making their uh, their time in Tribor as close to home as possible. I can't fault them for that. A menu is brought to you, uh, and while he is true to his word, there are Waterdavian dishes here, uh, and they seem to have all the ingredients that you are used to. Uh, the plates are 25 gold pieces apiece. And it does seem as though the rates for the beds are 15 gold a night. So. You're not allowed to pick where people stay anymore. Oh, I'm not, don't worry, kids. None of you are staying here. <laughs> <laughs> that being that said. Mon might be able to get through the door. Six of your You are able to get food uh, prepared and uh, bundled for you in a basket at the North Shield house. Right. Um, that will run you about three gold. That's the official thing. With drinks. It is. It really is. I knew what you meant. It's okay. It's covered. I was prepared to. Luckily, I didn't have to because I was able to awesome my way in. <laughs> of course. That is no problem at all. If you want to mark off a gold, you have two bottles of wine with you. I have a feeling that Theo's going to have trouble keeping gold in his pocket, especially when opportunities like this present itself. I can't imagine what would give you that idea. Because he lives in my head and he's like, gimme, 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 gimme. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That being said, well, I mean, I am missing out on a fun night of Grumpy Dwarf having his arm chopped off, but I mean, you know, I'm sure that chance will come around again. Tarmok has bandaged the remaining stump. Um, the herbalist kit that you added to his healing kit allows for a potent antiseptic. Um, he will be in some pain for several days. But I believe he will live. You were right to bring him here quickly. And thank you for all your work. He Shelia has stayed just long enough to see the job complete. Um, she uh, takes if, her. If curative, curative magics would help, I will. Uh do a healing word. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sure he doesn't and bleed to death. you whisper a, uh, a cure and uh, go ahead and roll for healing if you'd like. Um, and there is a sort of sigh of relief from Tarmok. Uh, that'll be six. Never had the gift myself, but thank you, sir. Um, he may not even, he may not even feel it actually, after he comes to. Oh. Um, Medicine and magic, it's the will... shortest way. Yes. I'll uh, I'll mm-hmm. watch Shelia. Oh. Well, Shelia is ready to leave. Uh, when you leave with her, she does not. Um, she doesn't tell you no or protest. I'll, I'll hold out the sixth bottle to her. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't touch. She, you know what? She takes. She brings into her hand, nods to you, places into her satchel, and uh, Celeste walks with her. 
It's not really necessary, she says, as the moonlight uh, kind of casts a light glow down on the two of you, glinting off of your full plate as you move along. <laughs> You're a... Uh... She looks over at you. You're a pilgrim, aren't you? Just pilgrim another paladin. <laughs> no. Oh, that wasn't. No. Usually they they trek and they visit different places of holy um, significance. Not exactly. You're not here to visit Gwaren's slumber. It's a mystical forest where Gwerin Windstrom, the god of tracking, is said to visit. Usually we get rangers, clerics who venerate Gwerin or Meliki, the goddess of forests. They come here for inspiration. Yep, it's forest. I kind of like poke around internally in my head to see if that sparks anything. I'll make a religion check. As far as, well, but as far as, like, you know, the, the, the guidance, like, the guidance I could just use very vaguely. That's no. I will be Total? Yep. Hard to say. Um, Gwaren certainly wasn't something the druids that raised you used to believe in. They were more forces of nature themselves than the gods. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really get much of a classical religious training. Maybe Nakreen would know a little bit more about them. Um, oh yeah, to avoid angering Gwaren, the law in Tribor forbids cutting any wood from these trees, or hunting any creatures in the woods. In my business, you know, that's important to know. Wow. What is, what is your business? I'm a carpenter. Well, I knew that, but like... So houses, I... Furniture... Whatever people ask of me. I enjoy carving, mostly, but I've made furniture, chairs, the like, some fine clubs, weapons sometimes, wooden shields. Depends. You know, many of the trees in Gwaren's slumber are trapped in a perpetual autumnal state. Uh, I've been once or twice myself with my mother when she lived with me. Uh, Dazzling shades of yellow, orange, red. Wow. It is. My mother used to say that sometimes Gwaren, rather than sending prophetic dreams, would appear, and those that were worthy supplicants, well, he would spirit them away to serve him in his domain. Wow. That's why I, with you and the, the lizard folk, I thought perhaps you two were here for that. You have the look of people that seek. I think that that is accurate. That I seek without necessarily being in this room, per se. I um, have found myself being granted certain boons um, and certain kinds of guidance. Well, she nods. Her voice kind of Staying quiet for now as she uh, she heads towards her her shop and her home. 
you can see the the beautiful totem poles now with the the kind of effigies that uh, she carved into it. Beautiful nature spirits and the like. I am very taken by those, and will who and ah appropriately make a persuasion check. Nope. That's a seven. It's good if you like shit. No. <laughs> you, um, she doesn't seem to be particularly impressed, um, but nods to you. Uh, if you could relate to Tarmok, if he's still there, then I shall expect my usual rate. I am happy that I was able to help Goran, and it was a an experience meeting you and your friends. Uh, but she nods a bit tersely and uh, heads back into the house. Are you staying at the inn? I just need to make sure. Uh, Gorag is snoring loudly when you guys all arrive back, everyone except Theo. You know what? He is what he's actually going to duck out long enough to at least let them know where he's at. Sure. So the entire group can be together for uh, just before Nine Bell. At this point. Alright. I knew that's where you were going to stay. Said Theo. They have quail pie. <laughs> With the sherry gravy. I... <laughs> and it's only 25 gold. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, wait, you're paying 25 gold for one meal? Was it 25? 25. A plate. Well, it's not just for the one plate, of course. It's a seven course meal. Uh, well, it's seven courses. What? Well, gather. Well, I mean, unless you need me to to make up some dinner or something you here. Should, you should reap the rewards. Of your labors as you see it. But I will say this. It's quail pie. <laughs> 25 gold per meal. Uh, I'd better never be hungry again. Normally they'd go for maybe five gold. Well, but we are hundreds of miles away from water. It's true. I suppose you pay for the distance. It did look like a nice establishment. Wait, they shipped it all the way here from water. No, the spices and the cook, no doubt. Well, I thank you all. If it's not going to be a problem, oh man, <laughs> he looks over at you, Theo, with a big uh, grin. All right, yeah, I think I think we can swing that, as long as we don't make it a habit. I don't think we'll be here longer than tonight, if unless I miss my guess. All right, um. Uh, first light, then, to continue. Oh, why'd you have to go and ruin it by saying something like first light? <laughs> <laughs> I need to pick some things up. Alright, well, that's right, we wanted to find a pearl, too, right? Uh, we'll take care of that in the morning. Alright, then, maybe not first light, then. Um, nine bell? Sure. Alright. Anyone else? Um, alright. Well, um, does anyone else want to come with? A quail pie is delicious. The sherry sauce is... Oh, no. All right. <laughs> he, um, 
he heads towards the door with Theo. My God, I do not have to have that awkward conversation of don't worry about spending 25 goals because they won't let you in. I bet I can get it. 25 goals says you can't. No one would be able to eat there ever again. But you are uh, quite capable. Um, Norman Wand is accepted easier than you. Oh, I would bet. And uh, you are able to sit down for a delicious meal. Uh, drinks are included. Um, you are doted upon. Um, and the two of you are having an exceptional amount of luck with these ladies here. And a couple of the guys, too, who judge interest and then move along if none is shown. But these ladies, man, you've never seen Nerwin so popular with these noble women. I will. Hang on. <laughs> Hold on. I'm minuting bitter. <laughs> they seem deft conversationalists. If for water Davian nobility, a bit scant on details I about water Davian perhaps, nobility. Perhaps an insight check. Oh, by all means. <laughs> uh, 24. They are perhaps the best trained doxies that you have ever seen in your life. This is really they impressive, are, actually. They are imitators, uh, but they are... Mm, it is a little better than, say, Dick Van Dyke's Cockney accent, but <laughs> but they are not Waterdavian nobility. These are uh, the common streetwalkers that have been all gussied up. Ooh. And Nerwin is looking about and seems a bit like, it's gotta be the adventure. <laughs> Do I have adventure on me? <laughs> <laughs> you have enough play on hands to cure disease? It's an intoxicating bouquet. Somebody's gonna end up with a disease. They laugh at everything he says. Well, he they up make it restore things easy. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. Alright, I can I can cure whatever disease it is now. <laughs> Nerwin's having a good time. I know he is. I know he is, and I don't really want to ruin this for him. Well, you better pay in advance then. Is there a place <laughs> when I might send no, a missive? That's why it's 25 gold a plate. He <laughs> says to um, <laughs> who he says to them a missive to write you while I'm away. Is there a, a house uh, in Waterdeep that I may send these to? <laughs> and they laugh. Oh, you. I'm. It may be that like ourselves, they are away from home for reasons that don't necessarily bear discussion. He nods, and that's understandable. They smile and giggle, and um, um, I'm going to, at some point when he's engaged with mm -hmm. them, I'm going to briefly excuse myself and go speak to the proprietor. Sure, and you see him smiling. Uh, what was his name again? I'm sorry. Why his name? They said Draven, but he never really did give his last name. Oh, Master Draven. <laughs> Why, Master Fathomfast, are you enjoying the evening? Well, the dinner has been exquisite. Your, of course. Your cellar is without complaint. Oh, I appreciate that. 
And I am. This I'll, I will. Mm-hmm. I point when it's just the two of us. I will speak quietly and with plain admiration in my voice. Mm. I am astounded at the quality of help you have managed to apply. He pauses. I do have an eye for talent. And it may be you are wasted here, Master Draven. No. <laughs> oh, the coffers say otherwise. Ah, I have no doubt. Uh, of course, uh, keeping the clientele to just the exact people we wish helps keep the the rabble out, the trouble down. And uh, when that fails, my six associates, he points around the room to the subtly placed bouncers, help I, keep the rest. I have no interest whatsoever in disrupting your finely tuned instrument. Mm-hmm. I have one simple request. I. And it exists in two parts. Why, I will diligently attempt I don't to fill these requests. I don't think you'll find it too onerous. Um, yes. My friend is enjoying himself, and he is he's not quite as perceptive as I am. Master Want. Yes. I ask only one thing. Yes. Let's keep the tab reasonable, mm-hmm. and let's preserve the illusion. Why, of course. Why, if you stay with me, it will be 15 gold a night. That's 30 gold, you and your friend. Mm-hmm. Everything is included. Wonderful. Then we have nothing but... We will have nothing but fond speech and good memories to carry with us when we leave your hospitality. Absolutely, and do spread the word of the ever in the house to those you meet. Well, those select few you oh, meet. Why, thank you so much. I'm glad that we have an understanding. I see no reason to interfere with something that works so beautifully. I would not have thought that you would be as shrewd as you are, Master Fast. It is a credit to yourself, sir. Well. He didn't quite say credit to your race. No. <laughs> but he will go back and continue to amuse himself with Nerwin, and he's just... Oh, Nerwin has a wonderful evening. Um, as you paid the 30 gold, um, any of the uh, wonderful noble women that you favor will follow you to the steps. Nerwin, however, kisses them each on the hand and bids them a fine evening that he must rest <laughs> for he has a long day of travel. And when they're a little bit more persistent, he asks them, oh, are your rooms this way as well? I will, I will sort of lean in at one point and just say, no one. Hmm? You're a hero. An adventurer. Oh, I... I suspect they may be smitten. Are they? <laughs> oh my god. It, it, I'm doing all well, of our good work. Yes, they seem... They seem nice. They seem to admire you. Do you attractive but i well i mean do you know how this works yes <laughs> well then there's no reason you can't <laughs> may i have a conference with you <laughs> if you'll excuse us for just like, uh, well they look a little slightly perturbed but look at each other quizzically as you and nerwin take several steps up uh by the uh gilded uh banister <sighs> What am I meant to do? (laughs) (laughs) 
No, no, you're approaching this room. What would you like to do? Well, I was hoping to have someone to write to. What would you like to do tonight? Um. Do either of them particularly strike your face? Oh, both are absolutely beautiful. I'm. I am. Um. Um. I mean, not. It's. Perhaps not an amorous. Um. I mean, I would. No, no. I, I find them both entirely pleasing, but what am I to do with two? <laughs> well, whatever you would do with one, but twice. Anything you want. I'm not, no, I'm not a hero like <laughs> No. Step up. It needed to be busted. Oh, uh, but, but would one. Would the heart be broken if I not chose. The brunette. Yes, the blonde. Yes. Um. Oh my God, I've forgotten their names. I will remind him of their names. Thank you. Oh my God, I forgot a noble woman's name. <laughs> so I just walk down there and no. invite them to my. Do you tr- do you trust my observer's I, eye? Yes. All right. Well, I what trust you. What am I to do? <laughs> Is this something that interests you? I am nervous beyond reason. I am interested, (laughs) but I am anxious. (laughs) All right. Well, then. He's like, we haven't been training on this. Will you allow me to smooth the way? (laughs) Please, as much as possible. We turn back. The way must be very smooth. And uh, they return, they smile. Um, One has brought a fan forward to fan herself as you have uh, entered uh, back into the conversation. Is there anything we might help with tonight? You seem... My friend is tense and Mm -hmm. his his nerves are taut from the the fury of the battle we faced on the way into Tribor. A troll slain, yes. Very tense. Well, Lady Selyse, he says, turning to the blonde. Um, I was wondering if perhaps you might be willing to... What's Lisa's what? name? I, I pulled it out of my head. Whatever her name is. That's my name. That's okay. <laughs> Lady Kareem. Well, I won't say anything no, if you don't. Lady Kareem. Lady Kareem. Um, they do not correct you when no, you call them the wrong. No, he would use whatever Yeah, the Kareem. Yeah. That was Luke making Mr. If you might perhaps spend some time with my friends to Help soothe his nerves. I would love to. It's far too early to retire, I think. Especially in so fine an establishment. Well, I'm sure. So much like the water deep I am familiar with. No doubt. (laughs) (laughs) Well then, perhaps uh, Lady Anna and I might spend some time conversing while you speak with my friend. Of course. And the evening passes. As well as you might like. And as well as Theo might like. I cannot imagine this is the first time that Theo has... Uh, no, it is not his first. But in fact, he did much better this time. You're supposed to, you're supposed to buff him on the way out. <laughs> oh, he, oh, yeah, that's Charisma! As, no, as, as Norwood's going in, all right, Constitution, go for it, my friend. It's like, Constitution, quick fire. He fire, stands a bit taller, and he's like, I feel... I feel good. <laughs> and uh, he kind of enters into the room. Uh, that means he has advantage on Constitution save. Good for him. Uh, you got, 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 got temporary hit points, too. Oh, well, that's true. There you go. 
you like it I weird. Uh, so basically, uh, the evening goes. Uh, you are able to spend the night and have a nice, quiet meal by lantern light. And yep. your music is not Waterdavian ballads, guys, but dwarf snoring. Um, I, okay. can, I, I can mimic that. Too. I can do some nice. Oh, yeah. 24. Uh, nice. But um, it's beautiful music. Um, Mohorandi songs. Um, which sank. is death metal, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, a, a dragon chest that I, I yeah. stumbled across. Absolutely, and it is a fine evening that you spend together as comrades. By the uh, morning. Mm-hmm. You have fully rested. You have gained your fourth levels, guys. And Gorag is up and about. um, Fixing uh, what seems to be um, a rudimentary breakfast. And having set up his his kettle again. Um, He seems to be clanging about a little bit. Dropping a thing here and there with his offhand. But he... Seems frustrated, but determined to make this work. All right. Well, I will blunder in and help him. Well, good morning. I. He turns towards you and kind of lifts up the the flap of shirt to expose just a smooth skin covered dome. It looks like it's an old maybe war wound that is healed for after months and months of rest and recovery. I actually um. It's a little sore, and uh, it's strange that I think I feel a pain in my right hand. But other than that, I feel like it was never there. I'm making some tea for you. I'm sorry if I woke you. Sorry. Early bird. I will take the temper. Yeah, you are. I'll take the temper. Ritually cast unseen servant. Put an extra pair of hands to help mm-hmm. with preparing breakfast. If you ever wanted a job as a tanner's apprentice, <laughs> he says, uh, I'll take your invisible friend. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that strong. I don't need much in the way of strength for tanning. It's all in the finesse. But I, um, I appreciate it. Um, I'll tell the Lord... That uh, perhaps I'll be keeping the house a bit longer. She had agreed to put one of her magisters on selling it for me and sending me the profits in Neverwinter. That would be up at uh, Boar's Rest? Uh, the Boar's Rest? No, that's not our lord. That's Colstag. Colstag. Colstag, Colstag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Colstag. He spits. <laughs> Not in dear tea. <laughs> but, um... Oh, this is cool. Switch comes. Switch comes. Switch comes. <laughs> he, um... Stir it up a little. Kostag, some retired adventurer. A mage, but a more selfish and irresponsible man you'll never meet. Hmm. A few weeks ago... This is the story. A few weeks ago, some assassins slipped in. To try and deal with him, apparently for some past wrongs, but Kolstag hasn't been forthcoming. All of a sudden, 
all we hear across all of Tribor, peals of thunder, blasts of lightning coming from Kolstag's estate. And though the assassins survived, they actually were forced to steal horses from the carton coin. Ended up murdering a poor stable hand to make good their escape. Kolstag never offered to reimburse the Widdens family, thems that own the carton coin, for the loss. Never admitted any responsibility. And after that, since then, he's got them damn gargoyles up there. Creatures are alive. They're not statues. Sometimes, just for just for the fun of it, they'll come and terrorize some poor maiden on her way, or some traveler or worker. The Lord doesn't do anything about it? They swoop down just enough to give a fright. The Lord's been to the uh, Boar's Rest mansion many a time to talk to him about it. But there have been some tense meetings between the Lord Protector and the Wizard, but he doesn't seem to see the harm in it. Irresponsible with his magic, it is. Would that you would. You're headed where? Arrows. To arrows. arrows. Oh, need more. Yeah, of course. We're, we're heading uh, north. North then, towards Long Saddle. Mirabar, even farther then. Mirabar and then. Snowshare. Is there anything I can do to help? Well, if you let us keep the cart here for a long time until we've got the rest of our supplies. As long as you're in town, and this, if I stay, this applies to your return trip as well. You have a place to stay with me. Well, on our return trip, we're likely to be heading uh, straight to Waterdeep. If it's still your intent to. I'd be happy to travel with you for a bit. I'm, I'm certain the rest would be. If happy the plans to are still the same. Well, we have to go back to Waterdeep. Of course. I mean, oh. if my plans are still the same. Yes. I'll send missive while you're on your trek to Mirabar to Neverwinter. Tell them, praise them of what's happened, and uh, perhaps I'll have more clarity then. Do you ever make. Do you ever make armor? I. Hmm. I made leather armor. I sold my remaining stores for a pittance to the the Lord Protector in return for her Magister taking up the duties of selling the house. I figured they'd be able to put it to good use. Uh, the Twelve, at least, might. The Twelve? Oh, uh, mounted cavalry that patrol Tribor. It's a sprawling estate, so regular militia just won't do. What, there's, there's 12 of them. Yes, I. Alright. Um, if there's anything you need before we leave. Memory wipe. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's fine. Um, the uh, whatever that was I drank last night attended to some of it. <laughs> Magic of its own sort, I suppose. <laughs> we we um, call that one the memory life. But, uh, break the fast with me then, yeah? Yes, of course. 
do, do you know of anybody who might be willing to um, purchase platinum icons? Oh, as much as I hate to say it. <laughs> Is that the icon that you were going to There are four of them. I think we wanted to try to get them purified before we Yeah, did, uh, mm. those need to get dealt with. Much as I hate to say it, they're a bit of a blight on uh, the community, being from Yarter and all. The lion's share. They'd probably buy that. But if you're looking to simply get rid of the, the platinum, I would go to Fohammer's Forge. Yeah. That's Gelrin Fohammer. He's a... Uh, He's a royal armorer. They bestowed a title upon him. Is there a, is there a shrine in town? Um, well, you know what? Not really. We might be able to get this Fohammer fellow to uh, melt them down. Mm-hmm. They, uh, having recently seen the power it takes to deal with an imbued icon. Um, we may want to wait until we have a priest. I will cast a tech magical. They do not seem to be magical. There's no magic to them. Um, do objects out of, as an out of game thing? Do objects of faith or they do? They radiate they magic. Radiate magic. Yep. If they were okay. If yes. there's any lingering badness to them, I would think that melting them down should deal with it. And. I'll be honest. They may have been focusing items for certain spells. It's, but so that like so they're Give not like the icon of that of ball was. No, that okay. was a that was a thing. Okay. Give give or take, it's an extra six hundred gold. Oh yeah, no, so, I had, you know you did your detect magic thing and yes, just the ring. That's me. And uh, and we also need to find a jeweler. So more I can purchase a, a pearl. <sighs> Well, um, again, uh, the forge probably won't help you there, but the lion's share. They'll have what you need. They have nicks, knacks, that sort of thing. I stepped in once just to see. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I mean, to be honest, I could probably melt them down. I just don't have anything to melt them in. All right, we've got some shopping to do in the morning. Uh, you guys are probably going to enjoy a bit of a respite. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's a knock on your door. The um. <laughs> Um, no. Uh, <laughs> he opens the door. Don't let go. My constitution is no longer in hand. <laughs> um, good morning, Thea. Would you look less rested than you might? He does have some dark circles under his eyes, but yep. otherwise uh, a more serene look on his face, perhaps. Yeah, right there, my friend? Um. I had a wonderful evening. Um, however, it has occurred to me, um, with a clearer head, um, that perhaps we should have breakfast on the road. All right. 
That's fine. Is everything is wonderful here. I simply do not wish to be broke when I arrive in Mirabah. That seems to be a cultural taboo. <laughs> sure. I mean, I will agree <clears throat> one night here with some more pricey, you know, but it's not going to break us. Oh, no. No. I don't think it'll... Financially. Besides, something, <laughs> something evil and socially acceptable to kill will come along again, and it'll have money, and we'll be fine. <laughs> that is the way this seems to be working. I wonder if it happens all the time. <laughs> but where do you think money comes um, from? We should, we should rendezvous with the others. I, I, thank you, sir. I did need that. <clears throat> the evening, in its totality. Well, good. <laughs> Something to remember when we're old and gray, anyway. Let's hope we get there. Um. <sighs> all right, that's all. Um, if you'd like to rest a bit longer, I don't think we have to check out yet. It is morning. It is morning. It is morning. It's when you try and move, he growls. He'll send Nerwin on ahead. Then Nerwin will go. And uh, he'll, all of my he'll settle the bill with a little bit of gratuity for the ladies. When you go to settle the bill, um, it's not Draven, but rather uh, what seems to be some sort of page or assistant. Um, uh, Master Fathomfast. Yes, your man. Your tab has been oh. taken care of. Well, that's very gracious, man. Inquire by him. Uh, Master Want. Earlier this morning. Ah. Well, we hope that you enjoyed your respite with us. I can honestly say it is the most pleasant evening I have spent since I left home. I'm certain. Uh, enjoy your travels, sir. Ah. He will, in whatever manner is appropriate, he will extend his hand, thanking the young man on behalf of the house. Sure. And <clears throat> leaving a few coins behind for the... towards, towards the ladies' tab. Most gracious. They will be ever so thankful. Well, good day to you. And to you. Um, you had uh, wanted to sell a shield. Yes. All right. But I overheard. But there's them a couple talking, of people. I overheard them talking about needing to go to the lion share. Yeah. Well, the we're lion shield. To yep. uh, Fohammer first. The lion share. Yeah. Fohammer. Okay. No problem. Uh, that's fine. Uh, I will just go on to the lion share then. No problem. All right. Well, the lion share is just uh, getting set up for business. Looks like one of the uh, proprietors, a um, well-coiffed uh, human male, uh, is wiping down the windows while uh, a um, related, at least they look similar to your eye, uh, woman is, they're both very young, um, is uh, setting out the fine carpentry. Um, as they see you approach, there's a pause, and as you are not at battle speed with weapon drawn, they do seem to smile and nod. I have, have lulled okay. them into a false sense of security. Now's the time to strike. It turns into a dire wolf running forward with <laughs> Good agree to you. No. Half no. off. The hyena, because when I take one of them out, I can go attack the other one right away. 
two in one round. Oh, good morrow. Uh, um, hello, and, and, and welcome to the lion's share. I'm looking to sell a shield. Of course, come on in. We'll uh, we'll take a look. Um, is that it there? Yes. Well, it's it's a ghastly item. I'll pound on it. Sturdy, may I? Yes. Thank you. And he pounds on it a bit. I. It seems sturdy. Do you think we can sell this, Alastra? What kind of hide is this? A troll. A troll hide shield? We can sell that. <laughs> um, that's, uh, that's ghoul bones. A troll hide shield with ghoul bone? Oh, there's a niche market for this. I am so <laughs> it, Noth. Are there any, um, quasi-magical properties? A reason why this has been constructed as such? No, I just made it. Just made it? Yeah, that's good. We could imply. <laughs> Says North. Where did it? Dragonborn crafted. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <coughs> yes, absolutely. What were you looking for? 14,000 gold. <laughs> okay, good. We're going to go lower. <laughs> uh, start the bargaining high. <laughs> What's the hmm. cost for artifacts? Uh, these days? <laughs> Ten gold. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> Might we do five? It's. It is a unique item. Six. Oh, six. Well, we'd be putting ourselves out. We would. Oh, six gold because we always like to see new business. Six gold it'll be. And uh, she goes in and uh, takes a coin pouch from behind the uh, bar that she has there and uh, sets it on the table with a, and starts counting out six gold for you. Do you mind in silver? I haven't gone to the, the trader yet. That's fine. All right. Thank you. Um, I know it's going to be a bit, but it's a sleepy town and generally we only get caravanners through here. Um, the silver coin seems to amass faster than the others. Um, but it is a sack pouch of 60 silver that you are eventually given. It okay. is heavy, uh, but fits well in the palm of your hand, has a good weight to it. Can probably be used to acquire more money. <laughs> exactly. Stick it in the bottom of a sock. Money used to make more money. <laughs> You have uh, six gold in exchange for the sixty silver. Yes. Okay. <laughs> six gold and sixty silver. Sweet. This is this is a growing industry. <laughs> this guy only had five gold. Shank. <laughs> That's a lie to me. So, there is a white-haired dwarf that seems to be stepping out of his home. Uh, stretching his barrel chest, kind of rippling under the worker's shirt as he grabs his leather apron and steps towards an adjacent forge area. Uh, he looks over as you're, as you're walking up. Uh, just keeps his eye on you as... Would you be uh, Master Kelvin Thohammer? Yes, that's me. Uh, 
Gorag Steel Fist recommended that we talk to you. I, well, I am yet to start for my day, but I am very busy. If this is a custom job, it will we have, have to um, wait a 10 day at least. We have some statuary that you might be interested in. Well, I've never had much use for... Alright, let me see that. Obviously you're going to want to recycle this, I would think. This is a graven image. Yeah. Mm. We have three more. On graven. <laughs> it's not Gromsh. It's not a giant god. It's um, Orcus. Oh. Which oh, one is that? Is Demon Prince of the Undead. Hmm. He's the guy who works in group solidarity or <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Solid platinum. Yeah, it seems as if. May I take a small knife to it just to confirm? Die. Well, he does take one of his uh, knives and. No, it's not solid platinum. It's a chocolate center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's your problem. No, but... What do you mean, problem? <laughs> I don't see a problem here. I can fix it for you. The way the platinum peels like a rind. This is pure, yeah. What are you looking to acquire for this and change? Uh, I do have something I am working on that could use the embellishment. We have four of them. Mm hmm. Um, 14,000 gold. Okay, we start lower. No, he puts the one that you have on a, a scale. Puts a couple of weights on it. Since I am buying all four, would you do 500 gold? Once I can pay you in cash this very afternoon. Mm. Good thing for you. Yeah. I'll be happy to hit the She's left for you. For her, we bled to these yeah. and cleared out the layer that they were found in. Five fifty. Make a persuasion check. She'd be like, "That is not money. Uh, All of this check, like, it would be a shame if your place of business burnt down." Five fifty. I honestly, I have only the five hundred on at the moment. Um, five hundred, and I'll throw in a. Uh, a set of three daggers for you that I have finally made. Alright. Daggers well, from a royal armorer. Done. <laughs> Very well. Yeah. Pass them over to him. They will be noted in uh, Mirbar, where I am hailing from. Oh, well, we're heading that direction. Are you? Fares a long road is pleasant this time of year. Well, if you travel in number, good catch. <laughs> If you travel in numbers anyway, um, the axes of Mirabar should be out and about uh, searching for orcs, giants, disgusting creatures that come out at this time. Yes. You know, I almost joined in the Silver March, uh, the, the War of the Silver Marches, 
than the orcs broke upon the walls of Mirabar myself. Oh, somebody was just telling us about that. It was the dwarves that we, that we parted with the other day. The In Westbridge. Yeah. Yep. That was three years ago, hence, but uh, I was <clears throat> conflicted. I have a duty to the town here to provide a service. Um, I figured, yes, exactly that. If the way how many lives were preserved by the weapons you provided them. There were caravans that I sent up. Um, it was difficult for a while. You see, where I had been thinking was there was no way they would penetrate the walls of Mirabar, strongest fort in the north. But what the orcs did, well, they crashed on those walls, and like so much water, they spread. And with the outlying towns, the hamlets, that suffered for the walls of Mirabar. Mm. Uh, such is the vain war. But the orcs are gone, wiped clear, and good riddance to them, savage beasts. I am happy to pay. 503 daggers, if I may. Platinum. I can give us 503 daggers. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell have you done? Like, happy. Yay! What are you going to do with 500? You can't even carry 503 <laughs> daggers. You carry some and enough. I'm not going to carry your weapon daggers. <laughs> weapon caddy. Ill-gotten daggers. <laughs> Yes, he took out perfectly good money and just gave us this horrible dagger. Pile of daggers in the back of the wagon and should just stand on the pile throwing daggers. Well, within moments, he gets you uh, solid bars of gold, each one worth 50 gold to pay off. Yeah, 10 bars. Yeah, where he's like, <laughs> just into, the, no into the bag. It does seem like a party trick that yeah. amuses all the merchants, including this one. And he hands you a leather-crafted bandolier of three daggers. Meant to go across someone's shoulder, it seems. Steal this? Yeah. One of the best. I hear he was making his way to Neverwinter, though. Well, it would be good to have someone to talk to, even so he is a, uh... He was badly hurt. Was he? He's a friend. Well, I will go. Even though he is from, uh... Some other dwarven clan, I never quite hate the interest. <laughs> but... A dwarf is good folk. I will see him after my workday. <laughs> Fourteen short hours and I will be there. <laughs> What would you recommend? Was it a holiday? <laughs> 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 These humans have made me soft. <laughs> what would you recommend? Need arrowheads. Arrowheads. Need oh. arrows. Oh, I have arrows. I got the wood from Shelia. Mm. She fletches. <laughs> Does she now? <laughs> oh, and she's a heads of my own. Oh, I, I, they are no, broad, good dwarven heads. 
You gotta have a good one. You know, <laughs> a human's broad head is, and he puts his hand out to about three inches, but a dwarven head. Broad, flat, and edged. Yeah, you may try some, of course. And he goes and um, he finds some very expertly fletched, very beautifully uh, shafted um, dwarven arrows. And uh, he brings a few out for you, three. Now they are broad and they are actually stamped with a dwarven head on each of them. The beard is the point. And the helmet goes up and it's a dwarven face. In the arrowhead. It seems to be made of a Each bronze. Each arrow weighs seven and a half pounds. It's <laughs> an actual... I will... Is there a place Absolutely. Well, he takes you out back. No. There is a... Um, what seems to be a uh, square... Um, uh, sort of set up with uh, hay in the back. Um, has a couple of uh, javelins sticking out of it. Uh, an axe. Um... And he, have that. Alright, I just want to take a couple of shots. The, I will do, uh, I'll do a minor illusion. Heavier than what you're used to. Uh, I'll do a minor illusion of one of the ghouls. So she can shoot at it. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Let's kill that. <laughs> Almost killed Stonefist. Well, I'll, I'll be over there very soon. Um... Yeah, they're heavier. Head. They're heavier than you are. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Start with the groin, then move up. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're falling. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they are heavier than you're used to, but they are quite serviceable. Uh, once you adjust for it, they work as normal arrows, and he gives them to you for a reasonable price. Okay. Um, standard. Yep. Point. All yep. right. But, um, that being said, is there anything else anyone would like to do in, um... Oh, you do indeed head over to Lion's Share. Um, is this shield hanging on the wall? It is. That is a fantastic shield. Where did you get it? <laughs> Why? Oh, I didn't I we, spent all 500 gold we got from... We just acquired it today, actually. There's a local crafter. It's actually made from troll hide and ghoul bone, and though he was coy about it, it may have some mystical properties we've not yet identified. They are, time they are a little you. surprised, but, um, yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Huh. All right, well, um, <laughs> welcome to the lion share. I think we're going to be able to sell that shield, yes. And probably for 20 gold to the right buyer. What did you give him for it? A fair amount, <laughs> says Nard. Uh, uh, yes, and how may we help you, um, my lady gnome? It was suggested that you might have pearls for sale. We do. Casting quality pearls. 
Oh, no, mm. we just have 99 gold pieces. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he looks over. Yeah. He's like, well, this one's 100, but oh, it has a scratch on it. No good, I guess. Nice pearl be issue with somebody identified it. Maybe. Let me check. And uh, he heads into the back. Um, it seems like there's a wooden chest back there, a little bit of a, a crushed velvet uh, blue kind of thing going on with the, the chest. There's some uh, pearls set in place. Yes. Yes, I do. He lifts a pearl of cerulean blue. However, there is a brownish mark on the back. Then he hands it to you. Yeah, I said I'd look it over. And a pearl of that color would normally go for about 300 gold. I mean, jewelers here to Mirabar would want that. What's the brown mark on that? It's an impurity. It's what makes it not 300 gold. However, 100 gold. I have to make certain that it's... Of course. And I'll put it on my hand and pull the spell book out, pop it open to identify, mm -hmm. and I will begin to cast the spell. Well, he looks. Um, uh, like the it's resonating with your mystical energies. It is channeling it through. There is only some slight resistance where that brown mark is. But it can be adjusted for. Okay. Um. All right. Hundred gold. Hundred gold. It is. Then he, uh, he shakes your hand. <laughs> Put one of the bars down. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two. Oh, there were fifty gold pieces. Yes. Yes. I apologize. Um, but so I just put one down. I scratched a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it makes it worth more. My illusion. <laughs> you can try that. Mage hand to just. <laughs> I don't have mage hand. Let's see, sort of chunk. I think they can only exert like five pounds of pressure. <laughs> well, you need five uh, pounds of gold. A lot of gold. <laughs> Very efficient, actually. Thank you. Um, I don't suppose. Yes. Um, that you can crack a few uh, of these tree bars into coin. Ah, uh, we have a lot of silver. Uh, maybe not that much silver. Um, no, it's fine. It's fine. If you wanted to go to the market square and look for the uh, the Lord's Tower. There's a money changer there that might be able to work with you. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's meet here first. What? Let's meet here first. That was what I needed. I was really shy of. Hey, Mom, what are you up to? <laughs> you okay there, Clarissa? Long day? <laughs> I hear you. But you are able to get the pearls or anything else you might like? I'm just double checking. Of course. You've had a nice stay in Tribor. Took care of a bunch of things. Um, it does seem like Nerwin and Theo have uh, returned, smelling uh, just slightly of perfume and 
Um, is there like a Tom Maester or anything? That would be the Lord Protector. That is the Lord Protector? Yep. Did you guys go talk to him? Not yet, no. Okay, we should probably let him know, since that place is very close. Um, and also see if they have um, a pigeon or something that we can send to the All Fates Shrine. Okay. <clears throat> um, no, I don't see anything else that, All right. that I'm shy on for. But you months. absolutely have an Identify Quality Pearl. Excellent, excellent. Um, then, that leaves 400 gold plus 8. Um... That's a 50 gold piece trade bar to everybody, then. Okay. Do we have it as trade bars? Or yeah, it's as trade, bar. trade bars. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. leave that up to everybody to mm-hmm. figure it out on your own. And then there's sure. one that went into our party loop. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I'm going to do. Two in the party loop. There's only six of us. Oh, you're giving one to Nerwin. No, I spent two of them on the Pearl. That's eight. You're yeah, talking about what? one going to Nerwin. No, that's fine. I had forgotten about Nerwin. Um, um, I'm gonna identify the ring. The ring. <laughs> well, <laughs> while some people go and speak with the Lord Protector, you speak with this item, and you have positively identified it as something called the Rhyme Lord's Crest. R I M E. Yep. <laughs> Yo. Minor illusion, only the big specific sound. It's <laughs> your hype man while you're spitting. Uh, no, it's um resistance to cold damage. When exposed to sub-freezing temperatures, the ring glows a dim, pale blue. Shedding this light in a 30-foot radius from the bearer. All those within the light gain advantage on endurance checks relating to the frozen weather. It bestows the Ray of Frost cantrip on those that attune to it, utilizing charisma as its casting stat. I'm looking at you, Barty Bard Bard. Lasers! <laughs> 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 oh my god, too much. Well, when there is an opportunity, I will share the properties of this. Oh, this <laughs> ale is too warm. Shut up, Mr. Glass. This ale is penetrating my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. So that is oh. a. Um, Fairly significant and magical one ring. I presume it requires attunement. It does. You said. It does. Theo's not Theo's not going to fight anybody for it, but he'll accept it if it's offered. Well, I mean, Nebamon could also make use of it. I uh, could also no. make use of the charisma yeah. part, but I am good. There are I'll several people my, that so. could absolutely um, benefit from this ring. No one brought that ring. No one. Sure, to a lesser extent. Can I pull the daggers out of the treasure? You can just take um, the daggers. I'm pretty sure the dagger. Do we want to spread them out? Or do you want all three? Uh, if all, somebody... all three fit nicely in that bandolier. 
Okay, so what am I writing down for actual, like, treasury thing? You got another 50 gold, basically. 50 gold and a trade bar. Trade bar. Before long, you are allowed to enter into the leaning tower of the Lord Protector. Um, when you speak about the danger in the surrounding areas, you are led straight to her. Uh, she doesn't have a throne room or anything like that, but... They don't even um, have an all-face shrine. I sure hope she doesn't have a throne. <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't have a throne room. What she does have is a sturdy oak table that she is sitting at. Uh, she does stand uh, when... Who went to go speak with uh, well, Lord Protector? Was it you, Nevermore? Lord Protector speaking oh, with yeah, I'll speak to people. Alright, there you go. Sure. What was the room called again, Derek? I'm sorry. Rhyme Lord's Crest. Crest, okay. I'm gonna give my it's a nine. silver ring embedded with three shard-like lapis oh, no. lazuls on the front. Derek. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to well, cast she's... guidance on myself so that I can be extra persuasive. Well, she's walking, sure. she's like, that's good. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. That's exactly what I'm Talk like an old person. Talk like an old person. I don't know about a normal person, but, you know, definitely like... Lord Protector Shandrell, we have here emissaries of a local adventuring group that says that there were dangers off of the long road on the way here. Of course. But uh, she stands. She cuts a uh, fairly um, mm, competent figure wearing a breastplate. There seems to be a uh, great sword wrapped at her side, leaning up against the chair that she's sitting in. She is my kind of um, But she stands her uh, uh, middle-aged um, brown hair uh, tied back into a... Uh, uh, almost severe kind of bun. I am the Lord Protector Darathra Shandrell of Tribal. Lord Protector of I understand that you ran into some trouble. <laughs> we did. Would you care to elaborate? <clears throat> she says, stepping forward. <clears throat> it was about half a day. Oh. I happen to just have a map on the table mm -hmm. in the area. Mm -hmm. So point out, you know, where about where we think it was on the map, about half a day whichever direction it came from. Mm. And uh And you go over what happened and Yeah. And that sort of thing and, and... and troll the knolls, but above and beyond that, it was an evil temple. And we were not able to vanquish the evil. Hmm. <laughs> We did seal it back up, but well, it's not something that we were able to to get rid of completely. It, it will probably take... It bears investigation, certainly. Do you happen to have um, a pigeon or a bird or some such that we could send a message to... Um, the All-Face Shrine in Waterdeep? Water I do happen to have messenger birds capable of traversing the long road to Waterdeep, yes. I see that you don't have, you know... The Many Hands house? Yes. I grew up in Waterdeep myself. I am new to it, but they have been kind. Northward. She looks to the two of you. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, mm. understand that we will investigate further. Where are your journeys taking you? Uh, north. Continue up north. <laughs> Very well. All of it. May I have your names? Never. Really? 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 The message may also, um, this may also be something that interests the Arden Hound as well, given that we are on. Understood. Doing work. If you are needed, if your experiences are required in greater detail, I shall summon you and send the summons to Mirabar. Okay. Very well. And there was also. We caught a trail of some displacer beasts as well. And whereabouts was that? Oh, so it was a little farther down. And you that. point that area out on the map. We will verify what you say. If you have performed this service for Triborn and surrounding areas, you will be compensated a modest reward. On your way through again, do return. And perhaps some shall be forthcoming. Other than that, is there anything else? Um, I mean, we kind of—I'm sure we covered it in the thing, but just to go over, yep. you know, just that you know that steel fist is back, and I'm sure he'll. Uh, <laughs> I see. That. Well, thank you again for your service. If you are not leaving, I could send a magister to speak with Steel Fist. Uh, that would be. That would be enough proof of your heroism. Well, the problem is not solved yet. This is enough that so, you delve into a troll there to just, save one of the citizens of Tribor. It's an actual witness, and that's gone now. So. <laughs> As the Lord Speak with Dad. If I'd known it was a witness, I wouldn't have given it to not guy eating for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> As the Lord Protector wishes, what a waste to of it. Assist in, the, uh, assist in the destruction of such people is its own reward. She quirks a brow. Although my companions may not feel the same way. <laughs> I say it kind of as an afterthought. <laughs> she smirks. I appreciate your dedication, Lady Knight. <laughs> Return when you have a moment. I wish you safe travels. Thank you. And you are all, you are murdered on the way out. No, you are allowed to leave. Well, that escalated. I know, it was quick, this. right? Woo. Game of Thrones style. <laughs> but true to his word, yes. Derek's like, I don't think the hammer yes. will fall on you tonight, though. <laughs> Thanks for transcribing spells. Done and done. Right. So that's the trigger. I want to go to the mm -hmm. door. Can we, do we go by the forest on our way? Uh, you can ask your team. You're uh, tacked, ready to travel. Can we go by the forest on our way? Like, is it out of our way? To I'm sure you pass along that maybe there's reward. Yes. Sure. Yep, there is a beautiful copse of trees here. Um, basically untouched, and uh, while there is an area of forest that you can see has been logged for the town, this entire area 
hasn't even been cleared. It is beautiful, um, untouched forest. Uh, I explained that we are not supposed to take anything from it. That's kind of a no-no. <laughs> Don't <laughs> kill anybody. I've already got axes at that war. <laughs> no taking of wood, no... Just pile of dead animals. <laughs> they just came near me. They're coming right for us. <laughs> now this is Guerin's slumber. <laughs> now wait, why are we going here? Uh, if anyone would like to roll a uh, religion check. Sure, why not? Because gorgeous, darling. Guerin is a minor god in the Faronian pantheon. He handles specifically tracking. He is known as Guerin Windstrom. Um, but he's so minor that you can't really think of any icons is this like or a shrine or something to it. Uh, and uh, apparently, um, it is dedicated in his honor, I believe. <clears throat> okay, so why are we going here? One of the scouts in the um, broken heart. Okay, that's all you had to <laughs> say. Homage to him. But he really only talked about him when he was drunk. Hmm. So. Are you going to do with a guy to drink? We'll tolerate this right up until the point where... Now, it is thick forest to the point where it will be difficult to get your carts through. Oh, you know. And the like. Yeah. How far out of town is this? Oh, it's on the edge of town. Oh, all right. Yeah. What is it that we're doing here? So, this is the town. This is the forest. Okay. Now, see, when they're smart enough to let the nature splendor be right at the edge of town. We're heading up the long road, not the Triborg. Right, Triborg goes this way, long road goes this way. So you would have to take a little bit of a detour up a road to go see the forest. Still not bad. No, only several hundred yards. This is like 200 <laughs> feet. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's fairly beautiful. Um, deeper in, uh, you guys catch a glimpse of a beautiful kind of uh, autumnal state of several trees they are um yellow orange and red and it seems like they are losing their leaves but they never seem to be out of leaves or anything like that apparently according to our local carver friend they these trees are perpetually in this state Ooh. Ah. that seems unnatural to me <clears throat> It's That's what God's kind of pretty. <laughs> Trees. Now, if someone had taken these trees and done something useful with them, like make an alehouse or a fine residence, that would be fine. No appreciation like of the natural world. Child. I do. What's it bent to the will of men? That way lies madness, mm-hmm. Theodoric. Mm-hmm. No, that way mm-hmm. lies mm-hmm. comfort. in a place like this when I was a child before we came to Waterdeep. I could see I'm that sorry. being nice. <laughs> be, be nice. <laughs> it's well, obviously... Then, well, then people came and killed almost everyone I know. Well, then I am sorry. You should be. Well, um, <laughs> perhaps on our way back we might um, rest and repose. Within the forest, if it means that much to you, Salise. We'll see. And uh, with that, rest of the compost in the forest. You are heading up the long road once again. Oh, sweet. 
as we get in, as we get moving again, and the the wagons are creaking forward, Theo probably says something. Like, I bet they don't have quail pie, and that went up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, quail pie. He says. Yeah, yeah, well, how was it? I'm resplendent. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The Good. Pie, the quail pie. <laughs> I was about to say something insightful, but then I realized I'm not insightful, so. Yay! Good. This is like very juicy. <laughs> so juicy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see Theo like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, But you head upwards. Uh, it is five days worth of travel. Absolutely. No, there's plenty of room on the back of the cart, so even when someone just takes it towards some of the uh, the easier travel. Is that actually five days from here to Mirabar? Five here, days from here to Long Saddle, the last stop before Mirabar. You're able to make your way. Again, you're almost there. It is literally another hundred miles from, yeah. And I'll point out keep that Mirabar is not away. actually our destination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Long Saddle is a sleepy little frontier village. Uh, it is the last member of the Lord's Alliance, if you're not counting Mirabar, which half of Mirabar doesn't do anymore. Um, that straddles a long road. Uh, they have rows of homes and businesses on either side of the trade route. Uh, a couple of noteworthy establishments that you guys find are include a rustic inn called the Gilded Horseshoe and what seems to be a friendly fest hall called the Gambling Golem. It does seem like card games and, uh, and the like are on the agenda there. I'm sorry, what was the gambling house called? The gambling house is the Gambling Golem. There's also what seems to be a winding path um, with kind of an ivy, uh, unnatural ivy growth that forms a bit of a winding tunnel for carts to travel down. Off to the west. And that's Long Saddle. Now... If you manage to find yourself uh, a room and a um, a bath at the Gilded Horseshoe, mm-hmm. one might just notice that there is a charcoal uh, sketch wanted poster bearing a dwarf with dark hair and a mad gaze, under which are written words in common, Let justice be done! The Martian of Mirabar hereby offers five thousand gold pieces for the capture of the brigand <laughs> Warville Forkbeard. I'm sorry, Warville Forkbeard? Warville. W-O-R-V-I-L Forkbeard. Known from Luskin to Mirabar as the Weevil. Last seen around the mines of Mirabar, the Weevil is wanted for theft and murder. He is armed and dangerous. Deliver him to the Axe of Mirabar to receive payment. Huh. I'm assuming it applies implies that he'd be alive when he gets returned. The message is unclear. Okay. Hmm. Five thousand gold? That's a lot of gold. Oh. There is a uh, a human at the uh, 
the long setup bar. Then if you're interested, you should perhaps go for it. Well, where is it? Well, if that was that easy, <laughs> if it were that easy to find him, it wouldn't be that high a price on his head. <laughs> yeah. Simashian is not known for messing around. I grew up in Mirabar. Well, the upside. There are halves to the city. The dwarves run things below. The humans above. A symbiotic relationship between the two of them. Is it Mirabar that I have to do the cartographer thing? I'm going to have to keep an ear open for yes. uh, enhancement. That's just critical. All right. Mm-hmm. But we're not to Mirabar yet. No. Ever, ever, onward, never to Mirabar. <laughs> well, it is starting to get cold out here. Uh, so much so that your ring, Theo, begins to glow from time to time. Uh, and um, it dips under freezing in the evenings quite with quite regularity. Luckily, you have cold weather gear, mm-hmm. or at least the cloaks at this point would be enough, and it seems as though the odd light of that ring, when it shines on you, seems to sap the cold of its bite. Plus, <laughs> it just starts blasting around. Sweet! Well, long saddle does come and go. It's a nice respite for you. It's wonderful to have a bath. It's wonderful to have it a really hot is. meal. It and really is. after five days of hard travel, uh, you're about ready. I mean, prestidigitation is nice, but it doesn't warm the muscles no, like a bath. No, it doesn't. Um, oh, I can warm your muscles. Scorching <laughs> Burning hands! Ah, all muscles all the time. <laughs> now, that being said, the final push to Mirabar will be the longest stretch of your journey. Oh, good. You are well provisioned, uh, mostly because Nakreen sets traps and is fairly good at catching trail game in the middle of the night. When you wake up, sometimes it's fresh conies, the stray fox, One time it rabbit. Was one time, I rolled a 20 that day. <laughs> Rabbits, yeah. No, I meant hares. Um, dumpy looking things. Yeah. I don't even know what we would do with that giant bison. Do not eat us. We are friends. Or that half a giant bison. But it seems like the hardest part of your travel is yet to come. While you have skirted much of the hills, the path to Mirabar takes you through the crags. It's a dangerous and hilly area um, up the long road. Um, Even experienced um, Teamsters, Wagon Masters, uh, they sometimes blanch at traveling up through the final stretch to Mirabar. This is by design. The crags do funnel enemies into easily defensible locations. So from Long Saddle to Mirabar, how far is it? 200 miles. It is about 10 days, maybe nine, as you press forward. You'll slow down some in the crags, though. Um, 
On your sixth day of travel, you've seen your last Lord's Alliance patrol. But have not yet started seeing patrols from Mirabar. It is on your eighth when you see a fully dwarven Mirabaran patrol. They are resplendent in um, gray steel armor. Uh, their uh, cloaks are red with the sigil of Mirabar. And on their breastplates, they have a small uh, shield-shaped uh, insignia with an axe on it. And as you approach, um, the ever-vigilant the ever vigilant uh, dwarves do seem to step out into the middle of the road and cross the battle axes that they have between them. I'll step forward and greet them in Dwarven. Old travelers. You have entered into the sovereign territory of Mirabar. That is our intent. Will you acquiesce to a search of your cart? They look from there. each yeah. of you. I sold all the coke and lug saddle, so we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I think that should be all right. I can't think of anything that... What should be all right? They're I'm sorry, asking... was he speaking in Dwarvish? No, he's in common. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. To all of you. They do turn and speak in Dwarven. Uh, um, what do they say? Uh, well, make sure that you check solidly. They've got one of the green skins with them. Dress them up however you want. That's bad. <clears throat> and uh, you'll be on your way soon. And so they they root around in your cart for a bit. I watch them carefully. Mm. All right. And where are you headed from? We're coming from um, Waterdeep. Ah, Waterdeep. That's a bit of a travel. Well, we're, tra we're traveling on behalf of the uh, Argent Pound. Ah, the Argent Pound. Good. The whole group of us are provisional members of the Argent Pound. You are mercenaries then? Yes. And your business in Mirabav would be to... Um, we have a couple of errands we wish to resupply, and then we're actually moving on to Snowshear. Whatever parts not do not concern us, but you will be on your best behavior in the city limits. Of course. Your kinsmen controls the upper levels of Mirabar. I'm certain that they will be somewhat friendly. Your relatives here? <laughs> he means humans. One of the uh, dwarfs at the back Does looks he over know at you. That not all humans are related. So he probably can't tell us. Yes. Apart. Uh, what would be the correct term? Uh, guardsman. Yes, guardsman. Would you submit to a search of your person? I don't see any reason for you to treat him differently than you treat the rest of us. He is, after all, of noble blood and birth. A water baby and noble house of some repute, in fact. Is he? Yes. We are, however, a long way from water deep. Do you have your proof with you? Um, you have your signet ring? Yeah, I have my signet ring. I have my 
whatever. I don't know what they It's were. like a writ of uh, yeah. genealogy. Yeah. No, May I see that instead of in course. lieu of a search? Absolutely. He'll produce it. Well, he looks at it real close. And one goes to the other. This has to be a forgery, right? In Dwarven. <laughs> You've been having a lot of trouble with orcs again. They never stop being trouble. You're free to go. Thank you, Garson. He doesn't. Say, you're welcome, but steps <laughs> down off the cart nonetheless. Yeah, all right, wave them through. Be careful on the crags. This is a wide cart. It can be dangerous. Thank you. Well, this seems very nice. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you're able to head. It would be a shame if something happened to it. <laughs> Um, now, when yeah, you get to the rocky bluffs of the crag, uh -huh. it almost sneaks up on you on how subtle they kind of rise and crest along the hillside. And then you actually see um, an actual stone arch written in, and there are several kind of warnings in Dwarven about the width of carts, the proper speed... Um, I, I read these off to uh, our driver. For dwarves, there. maybe. <laughs> yeah, go for it, go, go, You are, um, and apparently it does raise to an elevation of a hundred and twenty feet. It does say that this is the way through, for you. And that there is another way that you will be instructed to travel for a return trip to avoid people trying to pass themselves on this uh, winding path. Okay, it's a one-way road. We'll have to go someplace. There's a different way out. Okay. It's tight for the wagon. It is. You've got maybe 12 inches to spare before you're scraping alongside the, uh, the wall or hanging your tire off the corner. Uh, would you make a vehicle's land check as you progress? Um, you will be in the crags for approximately three now, days. Does my well? That depends on the check, I guess. Exactly. Minimum. <laughs> does my bardish bardic um, inspiration? I know about, no. Oh, yeah. about everything. Yeah. Does that let me aid? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I will okay. also say a little, so uh, then you would get advantage. Give you a little okay. guidance. Um, what attribute am I using? All right, so at this point, you may use either dexterity or wisdom. All right. Well, that's the problem, having a low wisdom. You have advantage plus a d4. Um, I, am, I am assuming yes. that um, uh, enhanceability will not assist in this. It, not if he's already getting only, advantage. But it's also only lasting an hour. Correct. Okay. Correct. We're getting to a really All bad right. spot. We're probably doing it more. Theo the, uh, and the you are up at the front. Um, Forge Hard has been hitched lightly to the to the wagon in such a way that if it pulled really yeah. hard, he would come loose. Because that would be horrible. Yeah. Uh, so um, Theo has lowered himself so that he cannot see over the edge of the cart. It does seem to be a thing for him. Heights. 
Oh, not Theo. Nerwin. Like, Theo, okay. why are you so afraid of heights, Theo? I what a agree. weird character trait you just <laughs> Nerwin is is hiding. My bad. Um, who is at the front of this line? Knowing that you will have a cart, will the cart be going first, or is there a guide at the front? I would think that maybe that might be where he is to watch for problems. Theo, you are at the front of the line. Sure. Yeah. All right. That and then the cart the comes up next. Very good. Although, we might, we might not oh, want the first thing that they see the is the orc on the war team coming up. I'll, uh... I'll go first if you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, could be. Could be. Yeah. Something to think about. I'll go someplace <laughs> where I can, if, if it would matter, like lean against the cart a little if need be. So you're on the near fly. the back? Yeah. Okay. You and I up front. Okay. Alright, Nakrian and Theo. Leading the invasion. Yep. Uh, walk forward and invasion. We got Dragonborn this time, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they inspect the cart and they're like, why do you have several hundred daggers? 503. What are you doing of this? Because somebody thought it would be fun. And now we're dagger smugglers. <laughs> As you're traveling along on the second day early, you can see where tire tracks went up and off this road. Also, a few footprints that just up and walk off this road. Quite clear upon this dusty trail. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna send monster out and up mm -hmm. to watch for problems above us or below us. Make a perception check for monster. Uh, I'll jump in. I'm sorry, no, twelve. Hey, you know what? It could make a difference. It might. So, it's kind of eerily quiet here. You've ascended to that 100 and maybe 50 foot mark. Uh, the trail going up is steady and difficult. The trail thinning just a little as you move along. To the point where the rattling of your wagon wheels has uh, disturbed rocks and sent them over the edge. Um, there is a sort of mist or maybe cloud cover here. You're not sure which that descends and makes things difficult. But it is probably towards the end of your traveling day and um, the end of the, the second day of travel looking forward to one more day on this road um, that you hear something alluring from the mist a sort of uh, a song that sings and rings out into the 
the misty evening air. Dance battle! Dance battle! Quick view, Um, a chorus of them lifting up. You can hold them off for two levels, I can do something about this. Okay. Um, <laughs> you must um, be a choir of Um, you may, but first... What's that? Um, let's go with initiative. <laughs> yes, first you just walk yourselves off a cliff. That doesn't seem like a solid plan. <laughs> it feels like I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Alright, uh, and. Okay. Alright, so, um... How long is it going to take us to fall off a mountain, right? Not very not. long. Uh, knock. One. <laughs> well, now I don't feel so bad. <laughs> Nine. Well, the good news is, I'm going to be the last one to walk off the cliff. Then it would have been a 14. Yay! Alright, that would be Roy Wynn with Magpie on eight. <laughs> All right, good grouping, guys, but we're looking for a little higher up the order. Salise. This is only because I rolled well. And finally. Which I never do. I have 18. All right. Nebumon. Nebumon, you're going first. It is a haunting melody, but it has not yet uh, begun to affect you. Although you are starting to feel a, a call. Excuse me, I gotta take this. Mmm. Banana phone. One ring. Okay. Two ring. I guess I am. Uh, save us, never mind. Save us. I'm digging in the backpack. So if I had something to shove in my ears. Alright, um, what do you have? That's a good question. Some nice foot. Do you have uh, wax candles? <laughs> well, I have the one candle, but it's fancy. Yeah, you might not want to tear into that. It's too fancy for that. Right now, huh? <laughs> the black candle. We will get what? Let's see. I don't have any real bottle stuff. So it's probably just cloth stuff then. So All right. No, so you tear the um, you tear the the handkerchief yeah. that you might have, or or some rags, and you stuff them in your ears. Well, uh, I have some head stuff that I'm wearing. Now. Oh yeah, the turbans and stuff. Yeah, no, no problem. Uh, so you you tear into that and uh, ripping off uh, pieces of it as quickly as possible, uh, utilizing perhaps a small dagger to cut it off. Uh, you cram Probably them in your ears. Royan. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna cast Mage Armor. Boing. Yeah. All right, uh, Roywin uh, stands for a moment. Um, uh, the draft horses are brought to an immediate stop and uh, begins casting <laughs> uh, Mage Armor on herself again. That sort of uh, force field like uh, armor uh, appears for a moment and then vanishes. And then, um, what it only lasts for, for half a second. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. Um, well, 
yell at Norman to cover his ears since I'm probably over there with him. <laughs> yeah, he'll get there. I'm yes. supposed to roll an initiative separate from me for uh, a monster? Yeah. Monster. By all means. Well, I'm surprised they don't just have it use your <laughs> 22. Alright, well, let's have Monster go after you. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna send um, Monster 100 feet in the direction of the singing. See if I sure. Uh, monster zips there. Make another perception check for Monster. That's a little better. Uh, 21. Yes. Um, monster is able to see the shadowy forms in the mist beginning to fly. They are humanoid in shape, but have wings um, and talons. Uh, they are circling above and seem to be starting their descent towards the uh, the cavern. Yes, by all means. Uh, hold on one sec. They are yes. So why don't you make me an Arcana check? Uh, twenty-one. They are harpies. Well. Uh, she's got a tight grip on probably the breaking stick. Her eyes are closed, and she says, Harpies, and sort of points in the direction they're in. All right. Um, let's see who is next. Uh, that would be uh, Magpie. Magpie, if you look in the direction that mm -hmm. you that are pointed in, you can see that their silhouettes are disturbing the... Uh, the cloud cover here. Okay, enough to target? Yes. Okay, and I will target them. It is a disadvantage, but you are able to target. <clears throat> is the disadvantage from? The mist. The mist? Is that three is that quarter cover? cover, three quarters mm -hmm. cover? Mm -hmm. She ignores cover. She ignores cover unless it's full. Oh, because of her sharpshooter feet. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, there you go. There you go, right? I think that the that is the same. Could she yes. bonus section hide first? Um, yes. Right. Absolutely. Okay. I will attempt to hide and then... My hide check was a 16. Very good. So you take up a position and hide along the back of the cart. A knock and arrow. Sure, you uh, got you got sure. Yeah, try it out. I'm gonna try it out. I'm gonna take a five point penalty for the extra damage. Very good. No. <laughs> I rolled a one and a five. <laughs> uh, what is the total? The total is going to be one plus five is six. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're really coming along with that. <laughs> no, but it is about it's seven. Seven to hit. <laughs> oh. Plus the five. Seven. No, my bonus is six. I'm taking a five-point penalty. I rolled a five. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So, because uh, you yeah. took the sharpshooter. Um, it right. disappears into the mist. You do not hear... Does it scream uh, one of some regular That's when we find out that they're so heavy because they're actually proximity mines. <laughs> boom, boom. I still have some regular arrows and mm -hmm. I'm not willing to, to shoot the, the No, of course. Ones. Or I have no chance of retrieving them. I haven't a, played anymore since I talked to you. There is a kind of zip of it, and you do not hear an impact okay. happen. Uh, everyone, make a wisdom save. This is... 
It was a magical... Is it a spell? No. Magic. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. A magical melody, yes. <laughs> Everything's charmed. Because... I actually rolled a 17. <laughs> As did I. Yay! 19 total. Yes. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> so, some things are just meant to Oh, you have so. advantage because you've blocked your ears. Never mind. I don't... They know you succeeded, but... Alright. Did you get higher than 11? Yes. The song is nice, but not something you can dance to. However, Roy, when you start to drift a bit in your seat and you need to go to them. Okay. You have every <laughs> you have every desire to go and uh, we'll get back to your turn in a second. But you do see that Roywin is moving for that break and is about to go to those beautiful harpies. Now, as for the beautiful harpies, these horrible elf avian combinations begin to swing down. So beautiful. One landing hard on the side of the wagon. Um, the wings spreading um, behind her as it shrieks. You can see the caked blood on its naked feminine form uh, streaking down its front. And uh, it Norwin's like, I regret everything! <laughs> Norwin lets out a strangled cry of surprise as she clubs at him, uh, hitting him hard with um, this kind of uh, rough five, hewn. Is she within five feet of me? You are towards the back of the cart, so yeah. Excellent. I took sentinel on my feet. Okay, would you like to impose disadvantage? No, 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 it's, no it's wrong it's after reaction attack. Oh, it's after reaction attack, okay. Gotcha. Uh, you may make an attack at this moment. Uh, Nerwin gets clobbered for five points of bludgeoning damage. That's four times his hit points. He dies! No. <laughs> uh, letting out a grunt of pain as he is walloped over the head. Um... And she kicks out a... Well, you have to do the reaction, yeah? Uh, 15 to hit. 15 does hit. And, um... On the, uh... If I make a... If they provoke an attack of opportunity. Okay, if they provoke. Yeah. Sorry. I'm that kind of brain. What can I say? Um... Are harpies affected by... Are they teens? They are not. They are not. You know, you can smite anything. I can. No, 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 I know. But they are also... um, Okay, so... So I'm going to smite the harpy as well. All right. um, Go ahead. It's going to be a plus 2d8. You're using one of your first level slots, yep. Yep. All right, roll me some damage. Uh, There will be a kick at you. I'm... Pretty sure you're not going to kill it in one shot. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 damage. Close. Um, <laughs> really? Uh, right. You swing and uh, your sword uh, erupts with radiant energy 
and there is a kind of contrail from the swipe as you slice into her, the radiant energy causing her to screech. Her voice that Sonar is singing uh, falls away from the chorus of harpies above. Oh, uh, son of a bitch! <laughs> um, but uh, she does kick at you. However, I believe your armor takes it handily. A uh, 15 to hit. Nope. Uh, her claws scrape against your... Um, Beautiful plate mail ineffectively. All right. Um, another swings down at you, Theo. Hooray! From the <laughs> mist. Getting within 10 feet seems to uh, alleviate them of cover. So, the reaction is the same thing that I did with my weapon. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so that's it for the round? It had to... Okay. It had to use its full move to get to you. So, that's why it didn't just swoop away while you uh, were out of reactions. Um... All right, Theo, will an eight hit you? No. Uh, and then it leaps into the air, trying to scrape down with these wicked talons. Uh, seven. No. You are able to dodge both quite handily, just by throwing your back Don't against the sidewall. Knock. One swings down for you, sir. Uh, six to hit. Nope. Nope. And six to hit. All right, so... Uh, we have uh, another... One actually leaping down at Magpie. They seem to each be choosing their targets. That is a 20 to hit with a club. For three bludgeoning damage. And then it attempts to claw at you with a 17. Seven slashing damage. It's on you before you can even think it it bursts from the mists and with one sideways blow hits you across your beak and then swings its talons into your gut while you're recoiling almost kicking you clear of the uh the wall of the uh the, the sidewall of the path um uh never mind mm -hmm. uh, 19 to hit there we go <laughs> for five bludgeoning. And finally, there we go. <laughs> and a nine points of slashing. Um, they seem to be upon you guys. Uh, hacking and screeching. Some of them continuing to sing that alluring song. Um, it does seem like the one that uh, has you locked in that embrace, seems to be just out of your reach. Just beating her you wings. Know, you know how I could reach her best? How? If the cart was sort of hanging off the edge a little You bit. might be able to jump to her. Yeah. yeah. But she is just uh, this beautiful, be-feathered, angelic thing beckoning you with open arms. Now, the rest of you see this kind of horror hanging in the air, her arms forward, and... And I'm like the little bald Nazi with the hat in Raiders. Uh, <laughs> she's so beautiful! <laughs> Celise. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, uh, I'm like your absolute yes. best Can I, scene, isn't it? Do I see what's uh, happening? No. I'm just um, interaction with uh, these well, no, I make an inside check. Well, I have advantage, but advantage doesn't do shit. That's true. 
Nine. Make you feel bad about your life. <laughs> you can't tell what's going on between uh between um you have something else that you're yeah no she is uh sliced through still steaming from the radiant damage that you dealt uh it's actually coming out of her eyes the steam but she is still kind of there uh holding on um so i would like to spend my bonus i got a pad in these yeah and cast Hunter's Mark. Sure, you Hunter's Mark. <coughs> uh, you feel the runic green, uh, the runic energy of the green, uh, the power of nature, uh, marking your quarry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm just reviewing. Mm-hmm. Weapon attacks get a D6. Attacks, right? so, I would like to smack. Well, that's good. That way you won't pay taxes on it. Mm-hmm. And now you recorded the plus damage. Okay. Right. <laughs> so everyone will know. Mm. That is much more Mike and I can't 14. 14. Alright. Uh, you hit. Excellent. So we have a D8 and a D6. Yep. Driving the longsword, uh, its Eight. impact preternaturally increased. For 14 damage. It is still up. You slam your longsword into its chest, uh, driving it through. It gurgles as fresh blood spills its own. This black Icarus blood spills forth from its mouth, but it's still there, quivering in rage and injury. That's fine. Oh, she's no, no save, so there you go. Theodoric. <sighs> so I see Roywin reaching for the brake handle. She's probably actually not reaching for the brake handle. She's probably going to get up and walk towards them. Ah. Because that requires way too much thinking. You are at the front. Um, mm-hmm. You are right near where Roywin is. Uh, make an insight check. It will be somewhat easier for you. Ah, she's fine. No, I got like a 12. Yes. No, no, she is going to throw herself uh, to that harpy. Roywin? Roywin, don't do that. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> So beautiful. You're pitchy. <laughs> um, I've got one on me, right? Yes. <laughs> Actually, I don't know we've covered this before. Does Forge Heart seem at all interested in like kicking this thing or anything? So, Forge Heart at the front does seem uh, to be rearing up in kind of a defensive stance. Okay. That's fine. We can cover that some other day. Um, sure, let's try that. It's worked really well before. Never let it be said that I'm going to make myself learn something new. What are you doing? I'm casting sleep at the harpy in front of me. Boosted to second level. Go for it. Um, you know, that's not a single target, right? This area is effective. But if you want, you can put it up against the wall to encompass uh, the one that's fighting Nock and yours. Sure, let's try that. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sixteen. All sorts of random little animals start falling <laughs> off the mountainside. <laughs> there, there was a whole clan of rats or uh, something. Only thirty, and they all just. Got... It Squirrel. looks at you. 
as you begin to cast your sonorous kind of sleep spell, that haze falling over it, and its eyes are sharp and unyielding. Well, shit. <laughs> Not creating. I will draw my sword then. Sure. Uh, inside of 23, do I understand what's happening with... Uh... Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Bonus action. Wild shape into a giant spider. All right. <laughs> you spider. failed us! <laughs> Eat, sir. <laughs> and now, I will shit all over you. <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah. Yes. Web. <laughs> the most peculiar set I've heard in a while. All right. Nakrian's thorax lifts up. A pulsating kind of circle at the back end opens up and then spews. Do I have advantage or no? Uh, it's not, it's yeah. just charmed, right? Just charmed. Yeah. Okay. What the well, hell is happening? While well, charmed by the harpy, the target is incapacitated yeah. and worse. The songs of other harpies incapacitated is. I uh, miss. Oh. Well, you is advantage. Oh, is it advantage? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, incapacitated. Like, yep, that's yes. dramatic. Okay, so twenty-four. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. there is a web that kind of sprays onto you. Um, it now sticks you, like, you to the back of the wagon, or the the driver's seat in the wagon, the coach. Um. That being said, you are restrained by the web, I believe. Anything yes. else? Uh, Must make no. a strength check to try and break uh, free. Strength check, EC 12 to break free. But you are incapacitated. The only action you could take was a move, so you can't even try to break out. Okay. So. You're uh, just like, uh, <laughs> All right. Nerwin, um looks over, looks over at you. All right. Uh, and... Punctures your eardrums. Yes, that's the only way. Uh, I'm so sorry. I guess I should check. Uh, and smacks you upside the head. You take one damage <laughs> and may repeat your saving throw. Wait, if we hit her, she gets to make another. Remember shape. that you have advantage. Yep. Wish somebody told me that. Ooh, that sort of made up for itself. A 17 and then an 18. Uh, so that is... You have broken free. There's a sharp blow. There's a sharp <laughs> blow to the back of your head, and you snap out of it. You are draped oh God, in, in webs. <laughs> um, what did you do with that, Rafa? <laughs> what? Who told you? <laughs> but, um, never mind. That's why am I dripping with goo? Exactly. <laughs> Nevermon, you are up. There is a horrific uh, creature in front of you. It has taken a few swings. Uh, you do have the reach to hit the one that Celise has been hitting, and you do have the the reach to hit uh, a few of the others. So the one that, that was fighting uh, vicious, vicious polar mastery. Because one attacked yeah. Nerwin, right? One did attack yeah. Nerwin. That was the one that Celise has been that she's been beating been yeah. beating the hell out of. Okay, so I'll hex the one that's like near me and then attack. Okay. You summon the curse of your. Nope. What you got? Ten, ten to hit. Misses, but not by as much as you might well, think. Yeah. You swing and it kind of drives itself a bit forward onto Celise's longsword, 
uh, ducking under your glaive. Just barely. Rowan. Okay, um, so there's like three nearby me. Yes. Um, there's like two in front. Yes. And one in back. Uh, two. In back and actually three. Yep, because one is attacking uh, Magpie. And one's All out right. in the air. How many of them could I, I get in a 50-foot Okay, so you could get both the ones fighting uh, Nock and Theo because they are somewhat off the ground. Okay, what about um, the one that's calling me? The one that is calling you, you could get them only because they are off the path. Okay. Uh, and as for the back, uh, <laughs> depends. If you don't like... <laughs> uh, Nerwin, Celise, or uh, Nebmon, you might be able to get all three of the others. Um, we'll go for the two in the front. Okay. Um, I'm gonna cast it at second level. I need to make a reflex. They have failed. Dexterity save of blah, blah, blah. They have turbo failed. <laughs> Straight to the bottom. Turbo failed at second level. Is... I suppose they could burn the web off me. Yes. The web will catch fire. Along with you and the cart. Mm -hmm. Perhaps. Uh, 19 fire damage. All right. Well, both of them eat that damage. <laughs> you can see them screeching, their feathers igniting in the flames of your wrath. You take three as the webs ignite around you, you are no longer restrained. Um, the cart does not catch at this juncture. Okay. All right. Um, as a bonus action. Yes. No win. Thank you. Mm -hmm. He nods <laughs> quickly. Um, oh, still. Yeah, kill some. Monster. Uh. Monster's gonna come back nearby me. Uh, flits right over by your head. Magpie. I'm gonna drop off the wagon <clears throat> and try and lose myself in the clutter underneath the wagon. Sure. So I can hide. Now, you will have cover, but it will get a swipe as you go. Okay. You can bonus action disengage, but then okay. you can hide. I'd rather disengage so I can get Oh, disengage means right. that you are okay. You are free to move. Um, yep. But I don't have advantage on this shot, so I'm just going to take a shot at... The um, one near you is still being... Uh, it has to be someone adjacent, right? Yes. All right, never mind. If she goes um, under the cart, she can shoot one of the ones in front. Correct, and that would be adjacent to these guys. Sure. <clears throat> um, just pick one that's wounded. All right, you managed to roll under the cart. You've gone prone. Yep. You're under the cart. Sideways shot. Very John Woo. Was it the one on Nakreen or Theodoric? I meant uh, to ask. Theodoric. Theodoric it is. We figured he can't be getting knocked unconscious repeatedly fight after fight, so. How are we doing? This? I'm doing the game. Alright, so you are going, going to with his luck roll double the dice, including your sneak attack. Okay, let me do the regular dice first. Dice. That's 10 plus 4 is 14. Very good. And now double sneak attack. Two. Two. Yeah. Two. Alright. So that's 9. Oh, oh yeah. And 8. Uh, 31. 
All right, so, um, the one in front of you is screeching, shifting, uh, on fire, and then its cries are cut out as one expert arrow strikes under its chin. You see its head snap back, and the top of the broadhead comes out, and it flaps disjointedly for a moment, twitching, and then collapses down on the side of the path and tumbles off the way. Great work, Darwin. What? <laughs> <laughs> Bonus action. Good work, Darwin. <laughs> All right. Um, knock the one on you. Strikes down. Okay. The spider you. Uh, nineteen to hit. Yes. Clubbing down at you for three bludgeoning, and then clawing for a seventeen to hit. Yes. Eight points of slashing damage as well. As it slams down at you, shrieking in rage, uh, its claws dragging down against you. All right. The one that was being all alluring at you, Roywin, uh, takes that particular action as maybe an affront. You can't tell with these creatures. But swoops down, landing in the side, uh, the shotgun seat next to you. Okay, so that puts it in the air in effect of another... Correct. Man swings at you. The club cranks you most viciously. You see as as it swings down, slamming Roywin's head and knocking her back into the raised wooden seat. Nine points of bludgeoning damage, and then a claw. Wow! Did you just crit double? The first one was a crit, the second one was a crit. Mm -hmm. Let's hear it. Those dice are doing some work today. They always do. His dice are soft. I knew if I 11 hit, points of I hit my damage. I hit close with my scent on them in uh, Roywin's stuff. Roywin takes the shot heavily to the head. She slams back against the uh, wooden top, her hat tumbling back and exposing her midsection. The second shot is critical as she drives through this kind of glowing field of force that reigns up to try and protect her. And the claws stab into Roywin. She lifts up for a moment and kicks her hard so that she goes careening off of the wagon against the stone wall and tumbling to the ground, uh, almost lodging between the wagon wheel and the stone wall. Uh, the one on you. Never mind. Uh, 16 to hit. Mm -hmm. Is Nevermon close to me? Uh, within a five foot. I will, uh, uh do it, a retaliatory Are they adjacent? Yeah. Are they adjacent? Yes. Okay, um, you are adjacent to, do you have to be able to reach the creature with your weapon? The... Yeah, you're yes. uh... You are not adjacent to the creature, you are adjacent to Nevermon. Okay. It's a creature you... within five feet attacking yes. the target. Yeah, so it doesn't matter where I am. So right. There it is. Um, you could. You're protector style, though, right? Sentinel. No, she's. No. Um, oh. I think she's duelist. As the fighting style, yes. yes. For yes. two points of bludgeoning. Dueling. And claws uh, for 14. Uh, you are able to bring your halberd forward, spinning it, knocking the deadly claws down out of the air. Um, the one that was on you, Magpie? Uh drops down uh, the side of the cart 
effectively pinning herself against the wall and squeezes under to try and take a disadvantaged strike against you. Okay. Uh, nope. And also trying to claw, reaching in with her deadly legs and trying to, no. You are able to kind of wiggle to the mm -hmm. side, uh, getting close to the wagon wheel on the far side yeah. and away from those strikes. Uh, Celise. Yes. The one that is still barely hanging on to life clubs down at you, missing, mm -hmm. and kicks wildly at Nerwin. Missing. Okay. Nerwin pushes himself up against the back of the, the wagon as these claws come within inches of his uh, gut. Does it try to go anywhere? It does not. It is uh, your turn, Celise, and then you're up, Theodore. All right. Um, I guess I'm gonna take a whack at the one right in front of me. Sure. Because it is still there. That's gonna be an 18 to hit. Hit. So that's 12. It collapses. You draw the sword from its abdomen, swing, and decapitate it at the neck with a mighty. Uh, thrust. Yep, and next round you can use a bonus action to move that hunter's mark if you so choose. I don't think I used my bonus action this turn. You cannot do it this turn. It's always on the next turn. Oh, okay. Alright, is there anything else you might like to do? To get um, closer to the one that's fighting Nebamon would just take a, a five foot in that direction towards him. Um, you know that uh, you'd have to clamber over the cart and reach down to get to Roywin. I'm on that. Yeah? Okay. So I'll step over to, to back up another one. Alright. Using her Sentinel's stance, she seems to be uh, looking forward to the next time that thing tries to kick your ass. <laughs> Alright, so. Theodore. Alright, I move over to within arm's reach of Roywin, and I'm going to heal her. Alright, easy enough to do. You do not have a harpy on you. So it's basically off of war, uh, Forge Heart for half your move. Yes. And then just a, another 10 foot. And you're able to get around there, reach or, uh, under the carriage, and you can press your hand to Roywin. All right. Uh, we need you to blow up some more stuff, Roywin, so you need to get up. <laughs> we have a very inspiring part. Um, 16 points. 16 nice. it is. Very good. That was your action. Is there anything you'd like to do with a bonus? Uh... The one that dropped her is still here, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Then You've managed to skirt around it in such a way that it did not get an attack of opportunity, but it is looking over at you. Well, it does not fine. know that Roywin has been I've healed I've got my cutlass like out, and I'm going to... Time to rumble. Menace, menace it. You got it. <laughs> not green, spider. Okay. You have one on you. It has been sw swinging down, uh, battering at your form. My uh, oh, web is recharged. Right? Very good. Yes. Web is recharged. Could part of inspiration somebody. <clears throat> oh, that's true. Uh, bonus action to heal myself. Yes. Sure. You know what? Magpie, we need another shot like that, please. I know you can do it. So um, you have a bardic inspiration. <laughs> where is the the one that's on me? Where it is, of, is it yeah. positioned? Five feet up diagonally. Um, so it's up the cliff face, not over. Correct. Not but over. If you the want to try to sharpshoot right in, it might eat some. Are there any of them within a relatively short distance that are over the fall? 
the one that was over the fall uh, jumped onto the shotgun area of the uh, the cart. Okay, that's fine then. I'll just uh, I'll just web this one then. Hopefully. Yeah. Of course. Roll the twenty on a non-damage yeah. attack. Well, you double web. Uh, you sling back, fire, and the webbing uh, gunks up her wings first and foremost. She almost spirals, making it a bit easier for you, as a matter of fact, and collapses hard onto the ground. And because that was a crit, we'll have disadvantage on at least her first try at getting out of it. Okay, thank you. Yeah, well, you know. It seems uh so that's the one that was fighting him. Yes. I can't believe he's ready to go again so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh anything else you might like to do? Uh no, I've pretty much taken my actions. Nerwin, um that guy's that guy's advantage, so all yeah, day long. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Points down at the uh one that has been webbed. Fires. Yeah, hits. Good for him. Seven damage. And uh, the shot sinks in. Uh, she lets out a scream as it impacts with her abdomen and uh, now has a fresh new crossbow bolt. You see, uh, perhaps with some gleam of pride, those of you who taught him how, that he instantly reloads the crossbow. Good job! From the, uh, the pack of bolts at his side. Nebamon! Hey. The hexed creature in front of you. you try real hard this time. <laughs> try harder, boy. <laughs> try harder. Uh, okay, so 17. Hits. Oh, the uh, one on you was already damaged. I'm sorry. 17 damage. Very nice. And then a 12 to hit. Hits. And then 10 damage for each shot resounds with, bar with bursts of shadow. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, it is wounded, uh, clobbered with the blunt end on the secondary shot uh, as the necrotic energy begins to kind of overtake its mockery of the elven form. Very nice. Never mind. Roywin. Alright, if I stand up, can I see the one that clawed me? Oh, yes. Is it adjacent to me? It is not. You have a five foot space between Excellent. you and it. I stand out, sort of wipe the blood from the corner of my mouth, and <laughs> scorching ray. That's <laughs> 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 uh, three rays. Yeah, poor cart. Yep, you pretty much grab onto the side seat, leap up, your fingers pointed, and beams of scorching energy fire forth. Sorry, Harpy, I am the Star Lord in this dance off. <gasps> Rocket okay, Raccoon. The first one was a one. So okay. This, but the other two are both 21s. Hit. Now, is that one the damage? This one has not. What was it out? Oh, I'm the distraction, you big turd blossom. <laughs> <laughs> That's 18 fire damage. It shrieks out as she realizes your clever ruse. And uh, Roywin blasts. Uh, whore! <laughs> one Ooh. shot shoots over wow. her head, but the other two, boom, boom, straight down. One hits her, scorching her shoulder, and another blasts and blisters her abdomen. Very no, nice. Not for nothing. Your anger is well placed, but there's no Monster. need to resort to language like that. Uh, 
monster's gonna stick. Actually, monster's gonna flit over next to that heartbeat. Okay. All right. Uh, Magpie. Magpie, remember, you have inspiration, I have if inspiration. you need it. <clears throat> and the one that's on him, you have advantage against, even okay. if you didn't... Uh, Correct. Already, uh, it is restrained and good. all we sorts of good stuff. and we have inspiration, so we're going to charge up here again. Sure. Correct. All right, you knock another bow. <laughs> no, two and a four. All right, but the, um, yeah, okay. All right. What does the four generate? The four is going to generate a minus one plus six is five. I could oh, because you were sharpshooting. Right. I could conceivably get an 11. An 11. 11. But I'm thinking 12. No. We'll save it for the save next it. show. Sorry. The arrow is a bit low. It skitters across the stone floor and comes to an abrupt stop a couple of feet from your yeah. quarry. The creature that has been scorching raid <laughs> leaps upon Theodoric. No. Sounds good. Uh, I do a 15 like to hit you, sir. Oh, hang on. Oh, hang on. I refuse. <laughs> I, I think Flag I may actually play. refuse. Flag on the plane. Uh, you burn your reaction. Play your penalty. I just want to make sure I can do it for me. I know mm. I can do it for other people. Uh, I think it's just against... Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's against them, not against them. I believe that is the case. Okay. Well, then he will, he will basically quick wittedly go, Oh, I don't think so, you horrible Harriet. 14. Which she still hits me with. If I build anything but a 1. I will uh, feast you upon your filthy or she might have missed. What's that? I will feast upon your bones. What are bounds? Two points no, of no, bludgeoning damage. And a claw. 14 to hit. Uh, exactly what she needed again. Seven points of slashing Ooh, that's with a that big there. back claw. Oh! Well, when you the one that was that scrabbling way, after the Kenku pulls herself up onto the side of the cart and stalks towards you, Roywin. 17 to hit. For four points of bludgeoning. That is certainly much better than the uh, bajillion you did to me last time. <laughs> it was two crits in a row, I'm yeah. so sorry. And uh, then tries to stomp down at you with these grasping claws. Five. 17. It's Seven points of slashing damage. It screeches down at you as it does. The one that has been trapped in the webs struggles futilely against the webbing. The one uh, that has been battered and beaten by Nebumon strikes at Nebumon. Excellent. Missing Nebumon and perhaps eating a lot of payback for not much. It's attacks. It's when they attack a target. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, sure. Yep. Why not? Why not indeed? By all means. 17 does hit. Uh, that one is not Hunter's Mark yet. Not yet. So that 
that's gonna be 12 damage. She runs it through, sending it hurtling off of the cliffside, shrieking and unable to fly. Nice Doppler effect on the way down. Um, I did not expect that to kill it. Yep, and it does not get a second attack. <laughs> All right, maybe against the poor travelers at the bottom. Yeah, okay. Uh, Salise? Uh, so there's nobody near us? Nope. Where's the next target? Probably One's on Roy Wynn, says Nerwin. Yeah, but I'm sort of pressed up against the wall, aren't I? Mm-hmm. I should probably get to the one on him more easily, I would think. I can, yeah, but the one that's on yeah, you isn't going to be pressed up against the wall. I don't have to be next to you. I have to be next to it. Okay. What? Anyway, yeah, no, please continue. Uh, you can clamber over the cart okay. uh, for an extra five feet of move. Get to the, the back of it. And uh, take a swing at the one on um, Theodoric. Okay. And is it... How about the one on Rywin? Uh, it's another five feet. You could get to either. Can I position myself between them? Yes, actually. They're okay. both on the cart. Yep. So let's do that. So let's position myself so I have access to both of them. Sure thing. And then uh, Hunter's Mark the one on Rywin. Sure. And take a swing at it. Well, you whisper words of power, moving your quarry to this foul creature before you, and take a swing. That's going to be a 12 to hit. Hits. Now, this one has uh, not been injured yet. That is only 10 damage, sadly. You swing, cleaving into its shoulder. It looks back at you, having just barely flinched out of the majority of that damage. Um, Theodoric. Uh, I was also tempted to take the feat that gives me extra hit points because my hit points are hilarious. so. If I'm if I'm rolling to hit with a cantrip, yes. Do I use my proficiency proficiency bonus, bonus and my stat? plus your stat modifier for charisma? Okay, so I'm actually better off doing that. And uh, I missed one part of that. The ring. Mm -hmm. Can I just use that as a regular cantrip? Yes. Okay. It bestows the um, ring, but ray of frost cantrip. To the guy, to the harpy. So if you make a ranged attack, it will be at disadvantage. Right. Okay. That's good to know. Um, I'm going to swing at it with my sword then. On Mondays, if Luke avoided, he's never within fifty feet of an enemy. That's a nine. So thirteen hits. Unfortunately, only three points of damage. You swing um, while it uh, hovers kind of over you, uh, striking uh, just a light line across her uh, her chest. What's that? I could have been one of those hits for this. Nakri. Um, hang on. Guam. Sorry. Hang on. No, yes. So they do get in the head. Yeah. Uh, swift action. Oh, bonus action. Yeah. Um, healing word. Healing word. At, you got uh, it. Uh, he begins to sing uh, those choral semi Lathandarian prayers and heals What I can remember back. of them. Hey, you feel better right now. 
Left hand is good, probably. And he wants you to feel good, too. <laughs> but he had nothing. Web does not recharge. Uh, can I climb up on the wall and get at one of them? Absolutely. Okay. Either the one on Roywin or the one on Theodoric. Uh, let's go with the one on... Uh... The one on me is preventing me from doing one of my bigger attacks. Because I'm um, disadvantage. Okay. One on Roy I guess. You got it. Still on Roy With an alien's grace, the spider climbs up onto the craggy side. Uh, 24 to hit. Stabbing Wait. its fanged teeth into it. One, one little tip of a tooth. Um, Savage Attacker is only weapon damage, correct? So I can only do the bite, not the poison. Correct. Yep. You roll four ones. Four ones. So, that would be, uh, let's see, four piercing damage, <laughs> two poison damage. Actually, I'm sorry, it's uh, DC 11 constitution safe. Oh, please it. don't make it. Just so have it. No, it makes it. 11? 11. No, it does not make it. Does not make it. No, it Okay, so two poison and it is poison. Which uh, will give it disadvantage. Yeah. No, uh, it uh, almost bats far enough away from you, Kevin, that the um, uh, the slightest tiny little bit of your fang enters into it, but it is enough. It seems like these frail avian creatures do seem to kind of uh, seize up a bit. All right. Uh, we're almost there. Sorry All right. So uh, let's see. Uh, no one, I guess. The one that's... The one that's super tied up seems to be his speed. That's why I left it for him. Super. Oh, yeah. Super duper. Uh, oh, eight yeah. points of damage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Way to kill that helpless woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got this. <laughs> it, it's starting to kind of struggle, and then another one, boom, straight into the chest, and it shrieks. It's back arcing. And there's kind of like rage and like, ooh! Where do I get a full auto one of these things? Uh, never mind. <laughs> the one that you have hexed is dead. Yes. You may use your bonus action I to. Guess a subsequent turn. The hex. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so yeah, I guess I'll go for the uh, poison one there. Sure. How far out is that guy? Uh, ten feet from you. Yeah, you can uh, shifting your grip to the back of your polearm. You can swing forward. I'll do it. Twenty-three. Nice hit. Fourteen damage. Uh, from above, almost skirting along the side of the cart's rail. Uh, the halberd swings and chops hard into her back. She staggers forward, her wings twitching in agar, anger and agony. And uh, anything else you'd like to do? That's, uh, that's good for that. Good, good. Rowan. It's worse than being angry. Uh, which one of these two is worse? Uh, um, for, like, the pool, so you can aim your shots. <laughs> the one on uh, Theodoric. Your cat just right, frightened um, herself with a hat. Yeah, she does that. <laughs> She's amazing. 
when this I got up, when I got up to go, yes. she literally ran between our bedroom and the bathroom. I'm going to take a step away from crossing the hall and parking. Okay. Parking. Like, with the tail straight Double up, break. like, galumping kind of run. Amazing. Will a 14 hit? A 14 will not hit. All right. Very good. Your magic armor actually takes the club shot. All right. Scorching ray, but I'm sending only two rays at the one on Theodoric and mm -hmm. one at the one I just stepped away from. All right, very good. So the two on Uh, 21. Yes. And, and 21. Yes. Uh, Roywin backpedals, takes the shot like a champ, her arm going up, and it just flashes for a moment with that uh, ephemeral armor. And uh, 12 fire damage to that one. Ooh. It shrieks, but stands still, and the poisoned one explodes into a conflagration. No, no, as no, no, nine to hit. Nine to hit? Oh, no, 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 yet. <laughs> Did I drop the one that was on you, then? No. No. The hell? That one is severely burned and supercharged by your incredible beams. Badly <laughs> All right. Uh, Monster is still hanging in the air by um, the other one. Yeah, I know. It's going to remain there. All right. Uh, Magpie. All right, Theodoric. I can it. All right. Uh, rolling out from under. Right. Between the draft horses, standing up. Popping off a shot at. All right. Uh, Did you want to try and hide first as a bonus um, action? Sure. All right. 15. It's not adjacent to anybody. You are hidden. It is adjacent to Theodoric, but you want advantage. Right. Right. But does that try sharpshooter again? Why not? All right. Eventually, it's going to murder someone. That's much better. 13. Hits. Five plus six is fourteen. Still positive. Hits. Still All right. Hits. 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 It's your normal damage and add ten. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, your sneak attack. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's your normal damage. Oh, true, true, true. <laughs> uh, five plus the ten, fifteen. Indeed. Seven. Expertly, the arrow drives into the creature. Uh, while it is ducking away from Roywin's scorching ray that goes over its head, it eats an arrow straight through the throat, the poisoned beast falling and hammering into the ground, leaving only two left. Now the harpies are going. Um, the two that are left are critically injured. And so you stepped away from that one. Mm -hmm. Um, but it does have the spider next to it. The spider is next to it. And Solis. It absolutely does. The so two of you... It's going to try and get away. It is. Excellent. It is panicking now. The numbers have shifted. It is trying to flee. The two of you get to make attacks. I get the attack of opportunity. You sure do. Although, this one is not taking the disengage action, or it is? It, you know what? There's no reason why they wouldn't. So it is going to try and take a disengage. You sure do. And if you hit, you can reduce the speed to zero, yep. right? Oh, I bet she'll reduce that speed to zero. So that's going to be a 13 to hit. Wah, wah. Yes, you hit. And can we just say that it was the hunter's marked one? Um, 
The one that was on Roy when was the hunter. That is correct. It is. Yep. Okay. That is the very one. Nine, that would be got me a point. Uh, four, five, eleven damage, and its um, its movement is reduced to zero for the rest of the turn. It sure is. You cut it in half. Its movement is reduced to zero for the rest of the for the rest of its life. That's true. For the rest of its life, you have reduced it to zero. You swing your sword, cleaving clean through its waist. Um, and it collapses. There is one left. It so, does. So it shit itself. Or it's fine, right? Yeah, just That's about. Gross. Just about. And uh, you should see what happened. Really good. So uh, the last and final harpy. So it's webbed up, isn't it? Is webbed and oh, cannot okay. take a disengage action. Will try to break free of the webbing and fails. I suspect that harpy has a very short lifespan. Celise. Yes. You're up, dude. Oh, it's my turn. And I'm right next to the harpy? It's funny, because you go after the harpies, so they're like, I do something, so at least murder her. <laughs> my turn! <laughs> <laughs> okay. that happen? And then every magic, we can three packs on my turn. Yep. All right. You leaping down the front of the cart? Huh? Leaping down from the front of the cart? Yep. All right. All Stalking over, you have advantage on the attack. As a 13. Hits. Um, oh, and it's my turn, so I can use the hunter's mark? Yep, yeah. and you the did. hunter's mark over to that new one. Yep. Uh, there's the sound of her plate and heavy boots hitting the, the craggy stone. She the moves. Ah! Taking the cart with it. That's it. And us. Oh. <laughs> uh, not me. I'm climbing on the wall. Moving over, she seems to focus her ire on this one. 17. And stabs it with three times the damage it needed. Um, stabbing clean through. You can actually feel the stone biting into the... I'm sorry, the uh, steel biting into the stone. And you pull it free. The harpy comes up a few feet with the withdrawal and gurgles and dies. All right. Who, is, who took damage? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, man. Everyone did. Who did damage? Right. All right, harpy bane. Good job. Um, Excellent work. Uh, thank you for letting me go a little later with the session. Um, if we want to take a short rest and spend hit dice, I can give bonuses to that. Very nice. That's true. Efficient. Song of Rest is actually very nice. We're going to be on this. No, I want to stay here for an hour. We're going to be on this trail for days. So. Well, because I can heal most of that. Damage for the two of them. Excellent work. We don't know what's coming up, though. All right, you have survived the Harpies. And next session, Mirabar at last. Congratulations. These guys are going to heal up. Um, no one jumped to their deaths, but who knows? Maybe next week, guys. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the experience, uh, you tell your friends. Oh, sorry. Uh, have a good night, everybody.